0: come to
1: Katie Kon-nichiwa.
2: Hello, and welcome, welcome to the Cinco de Mayo version of Talk to Taotakeki. Yes, uh, my co-host is uh, getting drunk already. Or no, hey, he'll get is,
1: I literally took my first sip right as we went live, Sarah. So that is incorrect.
2: He will, he will be once once we get rolling. <laughs> I
1: probably might be tipsy yeah, as shit. So I'm we'll the end of this show.
2: We'll, we'll try to remember stuff. I like last week when I got high. I forgot shit that
1: happened.
2: Everything because I got
1: high. <laughs> because i got high yeah because because
2: anyway i'm matt and to join me even what's
1: going on Dajabu. i'm Hi. in my new office Subarashi, new office
2: yeah the in the rutland i started yeah I started oh
1: yeah, yeah 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 yeah, I, think you knew I was like bro it's the same no bed. no 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 no, no 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 no, no, the no same dresser no We're no 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 fucking haru or. No. Uh, yeah know. no they're out they're outside until they start scratching out the door, and you're like, all right, you sons of nope. bitches, come in and bother fucking daddy. Come on. No,
2: nope. they they going to
1: leave me alone today. <laughs> oh, did you give them fucking edibles?
2: No, no, no.
1: Has Ime ed- ate an edible yet? Because I know you said Haru has.
2: No, they, they they love their catnip.
1: They love it. I, you know what's funny? I brought my cat. I bought my cat because my cat, right, I, he loves scratching on the doormats. And he fucked up one of my doormats at Mother House, and I had, like, a brand new, like, um... What did they like the, you know, like the really like, really like rough, like grain type ones that you'll get at like Home Depot, like the floor mats. Yes. And he's fucked it up to high heaven. (laughs) He's fucked it up. And I I get annoyed. Like I will yell at him and he'll like skedaddle. And then that's it. But it's like all like clawed to shit. So my ex-girlfriend, I remember this. She used to have a little mat for her two cats. um, Pain and Panic was their name's. To scratch on like a a mat, right? And it would have like little cardboard bits you'd have to sweep up every so often. So it wasn't like messy, like it wasn't like too messy, but it wasn't like mess free. But I was like, all right, let me, I remembered that. Let me buy this for um, let me buy this for the cat. And so I got it in today. It came with two little things of like catnip and like little like weed bags. I was like, Oh, this is pretty fucking interesting. So I spread it on there, but because it's hollow, it's hollow, it went through little cardboard like claw thingy and like the cat was just like rolling in the fucking mat that i didn't want it rolling on and i was like you son of a bitch hey
2: chris we just aired actually so
1: yeah we just um we're just talking about cats and your new office and and whatnot so yeah Yeah, so that's my fun little story i bought also i hadn't bought my cat stuff in a while so i also bought him a new cat tree about a five foot cat tree that's coming in on um sometime between the 9th and the 17th it did ship out so i'm just waiting for it so that'll be fun to assemble for the little bastard
2: yeah, and I got Howard's birthday on Monday. He'll be three.
1: Oh, yeah. My cat turned four in December. A little old man. So tell me, how's the office, buddy? It's good, actually. Uh, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's like he bitched me every day at some point about the new route. They're like, All right, rookie, here's this one. All right, yeah, rookie, no, no, no. All right, <laughs> pleb. Here's this one.
2: Uh one is far away with no rest stops. I'm right. not getting it. That 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 bit is over. Someone got it already. Mm. so like it's
1: fine i was gonna say you just need a piss bucket dude
2: <sighs> no I, no i i could pee places but the other one no
1: oh <laughs> uh, do you have to shit on the job most days i guess
2: well I guess when if i have a strong cafe latte whatever
1: okay that's fair i well, mean i i, would, I, I, I make easy. sure i always
2: yeah. I make sure i go to the bathroom before i depart but if that is in the middle yeah I, no so i, I it sucks with this one. Like I would have to drive all the way back to like it's 15 minutes to go to the office, use the bathroom, and then go back to where I was.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean it's uh, easy for me because I work from home, so I could just like literally my, the bathroom is right on the corner from the office. I'm just like, all right. And then if I'm in a meeting, all I gotta yeah. do is just like take it on my Usually phone. Usually, it's the myself.
2: first half of that route. It's very long. Like that, there's a big gap between the houses. Mm. But once I get past a certain point, the rest are very short.
1: <laughs> you want know, to know? Speaking of houses and gaps. Another interesting thing before we get started, I was reading that in, I think it was Poland, there's a 6,000 house or 6,000 people community, and all the houses are on the same street. It's a line, a long line of houses. Imagine delivering mail to that.
2: It'll, it'll happen. Uh it looks but, gorgeous, uh,
1: by the way. Like with the aerial views, like it's nothing yeah. but planes. Like their backyards, they have fences up to a certain point. That's their yard line. And then the back is nothing but like beautiful, lush green planes. Like it looks really nice. And like the houses look pretty solid. And it's just one long fucking line of and all of them have like fairly long driveways, or some of them have longer driveways than others, but they're still like normal size houses. I'm like, wow, this is really unique. I didn't know that. I, was like, I thought that was pretty fucking cool but then to your point imagine delivering mail to six thousand residents every single day on the single street
2: if, if it goes by quick i don't see why not
1: <laughs> do you de- how, what's the average amount of people that you deliver to on a daily basis you think?
2: uh walking in is a, the average is about three to four hundred.
1: Three or four hundred people's worth of mail worth of walking
2: yeah and mm-hmm. driving are you walking
1: now or are you like are these routes walking or truck
2: uh, as I, I drive my truck to the spot, I park at a certain point, walk down loop, it? yeah, oh, and great. I go and I get out and I go to the next one. Ah, but if you're doing just driving, you can get about 700, 700, 800 houses, depends. Okay, but yeah, uh, but yeah, with the office, it's like, yeah, it's like Las Vegas, but low budget.
1: It's like Las Vegas,
2: <laughs> I like, I like, like crazy white trash people.
1: Oh, yeah, you told me, if I can...
2: oh, god, uh no.
1: Please do tell our viewers. No, I, uh, Please I offend might... our white trash viewers whom we don't really care much about. Go ahead.
2: No, just like some of these houses are like toys laid around the whole yard, half cups, half full, food bags, all this garbage all around.
1: Bro, I can understand after a drunk night consistently. Hell no. I
2: was like, I'm like, where am I?
1: <laughs> just... You're in the South.
2: Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm in the downtown. we are in the poor right? places
1: of the South. That's where you are. Yeah, at.
2: but outside of that everyone is nice. actually not trailer park. Everybody good. likes me. Uh.
1: but You have competent yeah. leadership this time around?
2: Yes, yeah, I have that. All right, good. I got I got back. I was there was else you need me to do. There's like, "What? No, you're done." Like, if Aww. extra work, we give it to you guys before you head out. We have it planned yeah. out. We don't have to go, "Hey, you're back." Go
1: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, you have to fill a quota.
2: I know. we like we don't do that here. So it's okay so because
1: you're working in two different employment places this year, this calendar yeah. year, at the end of the year when they send the employee survey, are you gonna get two different surveys? Because I mean no, you can survey. I think I think, I, I, I think I think
2: it's just the one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the one survey. I don't do them. I don't
1: well, maybe you should this year so you can lambast your old office.
2: No, because they, they'll they'll tell you it's discreet, but it's really not mm. So I ain't doing
1: this. Well, I mean, I guess ours is kind of discreet because I have one of my uh, co-workers before she transfers to another department just lambast my ball. Just fucking just... <laughs> real, I mean, realm. if you know I was leaving, oh. sure, but... I don't know. No, but she's in the same company. She just transferred to a different department. What? <laughs> no, no negative repercussions. Nobody knows.
2: All right. Let's get to let's get to some of this.
1: <laughs> All right. What's the news this week, Papa? All
2: uh, right. We got some news. Uh, the Foolish Angel Dances with Demons. getting an anime adaptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cover looks nice, but uh, it's a CNN, okay, but also school themed, so I guess it's a rom com.
1: Well, Angel won't watch that. Moving on,
2: yep. Youth Story of a Family is in a TV anime in fall 23.
1: The Cute Story of a Family,
2: yep. You, yoop, yep. Youth Story of a Family, yep. oh, you, what the youth, youth,
1: youth story of a family, yep. so. There's a family, and we go back in time to so when they were before a family.
2: Uh, the Yuzuki family, which consists of four brothers, lost their parents two years ago. Mm. Ayoto, the eldest son, is a hard worker and the pillar of the family. Makoto, mm. the second son, is calm and collective, but he has mm. a soft spot for his younger brother, Minato, mm. whom he adores and thinks is cute. Minato, the third son, is energetic and adores his brothers, but he is clumsy and awkward. Mm. Kakuto, the fourth son, is a studious and mature first grader who is often referred to as a wise man. The manga depicts the four brothers' daily lives as they navigate their family, school, and community.
1: That sounds cute.
2: It does. I, if, if nothing else big gets added to fall, I'll probably add it.
1: If nothing else gets added to fall, yeah, okay.
2: Like nothing big. Nothing big. Gets added. I mean,
1: motherfucker, we're at like 20 in summer, and fall is pretty damn close too already. We're at least over 10 in fall already.
2: Yeah, and summer is almost twenty.
1: Yeah, summer is almost twenty. <laughs>
2: yeah, we had the thing. Nope, Bashoka Ted saying all this coming out in, in summer.
1: <laughs> Ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's Komada, a whiskey family, is being released in twenty three. The original movie, the do over damsel conquers the dragon emperor. Is again a TV anime.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, bai is getting the eleventh season in summer twenty three. I used to watch those. I may pick it up again. They're like three minutes. Oh, really? It's like, it's like a horse. It's like a little small horse or in that yeah, uh, you guys' style type of picture drawn. It fits you. But we'll see. They're, they're okay. Like Some stories are really good. Some are just mediocre. Some just. Understood. All right. More golf anime. Hey, Tombo.
1: Golf. Oh, thought you said golf. I was like, what's golf anime? Jesus Christ. Uh,
2: no, uh, Hey, Tombo is getting a TV anime in 24.
1: If I don't watch regular golf, what makes you think I'm going to watch a golf anime?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mixed media project Hundred Note is getting an anime. There, ah, uh, yeah, that is it for news. Hmm. Um, which called the Quintessential Quintuplets new series is coming out in the summer. You guys that watch that,
1: I will watch it one day, no doubt.
2: Eventually. Don't know when. Yep. Uh, let's get to our reviews already. You've son
1: been your a, first son of a bitch. I got to remember what the fuck what happened. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's
2: gonna be me in a bit too. So
1: god damn it. Okay, so uh, again, easy for me. I only have two. So we'll start off where Elena ends up at the Duke's mansion. Um, very solid episode. The episode basically picks up where the um where the ball happens, and so you know everyone's like, oh my god, look at Rayliana, look at Rayliana, she's so cute, like she's so pretty, um, and you know she can, she's just she's loving the the vibe, right. And so right. first things first is there's a dance and like all these guys, it's funny. Cause actually let me rephrase that first things first. He, she meets a couple of, um, of high nobles. Right. And one of them in particular has like a, a little bit of significance. So she has all these right. conversations with the high nobles. And then after the conversation's over um, <clears throat> a bunch of men come up to her and like, would you like to dance? Would you like to dance? Would you like to dance? And so she's like, ah. like she's trying to be kind, but she's like, eh. and then the Duke um, Noah, Basically guards her off, and he's like, "Sorry, boys." And she's like, "Rayliana, would you like to dance?" Oh, of course, I'd love to dance. And so there's actually a really, really good, like, really cute, really like romantic ballroom dance that they do. Like, very nice, very perfect to the flow. Like, she's doing fantastic, and like, uh, they have like Noah and Rayliana have a little back and forth between them, right? And, you know, they're they're basically talking shit to each other. Right. In in like a funny, cute, but kind of like serious way. And it's funny. Toward the end of the dance, Rayliana steps on his foot on purpose. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry I stepped on your foot. I guess I need more practice. And so that made me chuckle. Um, After the dance is over, uh, we see the intro of the the villainess of the series. Uh, What the fuck is her name? um vixen some shit she's the vixen um I fuck i don't remember her fucking <laughs> son of a bitch what if i click on the thing will it tell me her name i don't think it will i'll try but i don't think it will where the fuck is israeliana sama. it does not son of a bitch what the fuck is her name
2: what's her name what's her name
1: what's her name what's her name hey i could sing too on this bitch. let's go actually you know what i got a better idea Ray Liana. I could just look at my review that I posted last week. That makes some sense, doesn't it, eh? Oh, no, that's right. Actually, never mind. I stopped posting reviews because fucking Sean took my review. Yeah! <laughs> Son of a bitch! I didn't write a review. Oh, you rap no. bastard. Oh, I don't remember her oh. fucking name. Actually, you know, I'd oh. go back to the previous review because i put the picture of her. So that makes sense. Vivian! I got her fucking name. Vivian, Vivian. the Vixen. The introduction of Vivian the Vixen. And so Vivian um you know has this like face but before um like she's got like this really like s- like sinister but snarky type of face and as everyone's like focused on her Noah comes up to Aureliana is like hey I need you to do me a favor right and she is thinking like oh I don't want to interact with Vivian like what the fuck like she's like I'm so sorry for stepping on your foot don't make me talk to her which was funny and she's like no the woman next to her is the wife of the count that you spoke to earlier apparently there's a woman's club, like an all woman's club for like the husbands and fiance's of like significant nobles that they talk, they gossip amongst each other. And the rumor has it that some of the gossip is actual like critical, like information related to the kingdom. She's like, I want you to infiltrate that club and I want you to get information and relay it to me. Right. And so she's like, I don't want to do that necessarily. And then Noah reminds her like, Hey, You remember our deal? And you get a flashback to when they made the deal. The deal is like, that's fine. I'll pretend to be your your fiancé. But in return, you're going to pretend to be my fiancé, too. And if I need something, you better do it, right? Basically, the interaction. She's like, son of a bitch. Okay. So she goes off. And this whole time, she can't help but think that there's someone looking at her. And there is, like, you see little clips of, like, people, like, a couple people in the shadows, right? Just, like, looking at her. And she's like, I feel someone's looking at me. Besides the guards, I just don't know who they are. And so the interaction happens where she sees Vivian and the woman again, whose name I'm forgetting. I don't remember her name, but um, Vivian and the woman, they're like, I guess having there's something or whatever. So Rayliana walks up and she pretends to spill um, red wine on the woman. And so actually, no, it wasn't Vivian. Vivian comes in later. Sorry. It was her and somebody else, uh, a waiter. It was what it was. She was talking to a waiter about something. So she spills, spills the red wine. Uh, The woman brings a plate up to her chest so the wine doesn't get on her on her clothes, but it does get on her on her hands. And Rayliana's glove, because she's wearing those like those those uh, arm high gloves, it gets soaked with the with the wine. And they're like, oh, my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Whatever. And she's like, oh, you know, and whatever. Just trying to force an introduction. Right. And the waiter goes away. And then at this point, when the waiter goes away, Vivian comes in and she's like, oh, Rayliana, it's so nice to meet you. And like they have like a really snarky back and forth. Like she's basically talking shit to her. The other woman's like, "No, bitch, you ain't gonna talk shit about me." Like it was like a like a really proper like verbal catfight between Viviana and Rayliana. It was actually pretty cunning. Eventually, um, uh, Nick, the the gay beautician who I mentioned in the previous week, the previous episode, comes over to save Rayliana. Starts talking shit to Vivian. And you know how a gay person and a fucking and a, and a bitchy woman fight. Like, it yeah. was like, just like that, right? Little snarky backs and forth to each other. So, Reliana uses the time to bring the woman over. So, she brings her over to, like, this, like, rest area, rest restroom, but not quite a restroom, but, like, a room where they can, like, whatever, right? And so, the woman's like, hey, are those guards going to be with us? And, like, you see all of Noah's guards, and there's, like, six of them, right? And they're like, so she goes over to the head guard. His name is Adam, Adam Taylor. Goes to the head guard and says, hey, do you mind leaving us? Like, so we can have a private conversation. And Adam's like, he doesn't speak, but he's like, nope, not going to do that. Shakes his head. No. Right. And she's like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, there's a woman. Right. And her, I think her name is like Grassley or something like that. Right. Um, right. And so she's like, oh, she's like that woman uh, night there. She's like, oh, I'm Grassley. And she's like, OK, can she stay with us? Because she's a woman and the rest of you men can go. And Adam agrees. And Grassley, I guess she's going to play a major part. Um, cause she's like, wow, Adam Taylor's taking, uh, orders from somebody that's not our master Noah. Wow. That's pretty shocking. But in the pre in episode two, they, you know, form a little bond, whatever. Anyway, so they all depart and it's just the woman, uh, the woman night and the two end up having a talk, you know, they go back and forth, blah, 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 blah. And then eventually Ray like, Hey, I got no friends. I'd really, I heard there's a club. I'd love to have other women of similar social standards to like talk to because I'm by myself. Da da da. And the woman's like, oh, would you like to join? And she's like, oh, why, yes, I would love to join. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it. And all of a sudden to end the episode, there's a big plume of smoke.
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
1: Right, the door opens, there's a big plume of smoke, and the, the woman knight draws her sword, and she's like, Raeliana-sama, are you okay? And Raeliana gets abducted. And the episode ends with her in a carriage unconscious. They basically they choke her with chloroform to make her unconscious. So the episode ends with her in the back of a, cha- of, a of a carriage unconscious due to the chloroform. And there's a guy looking above her, and it's just driving away from the castle. Nice. So, good abduction scene, you know. Good, uh, good cliffhanger. We'll see what happens there. Moving on, Galaxy Next Door. Galaxy Next Door was. Really solid. I, I understand Starman because we talked on our... I don't know if you saw the back and forth Starman. I, I
2: saw your back and forth. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like I understand some of his like misconceptions. Not misconceptions. His Some of his feelings about the show. But I like it more than he does. But it is what it is. In any case, the episode starts off um, with Ichiro thinking about what happened the previous episode. The previous episode is when um, Shiori was like, I love you. And she's like, huh? And that's how the episode ends. So... Um, he's trying to do some work, but he can't concentrate cuz all his mind is like what the fuck happened, dude? Like holy shit. So, the the kids come in, right? Her her his brother and sister come in. They're like, "Hey, we're supposed to go to the zoo. I want to see baby giraffe." He's like, "All right, let's go." They open the door, and there's a fucking monsoon outside. It's just pouring fucking rain. And they're like, "Well, fuck." And then he's like, "Well, we can do other stuff. Like you want to do whatever, blah 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 blah." And she's like, "Yeah, that's fine." But they're all dejected. They go in their room. They're really dejected whatever. He goes to work, does a little bit of work. He comes out for coffee. And while this is kind of happening, we see Shiori. Shiori is in the same pickle, thinking about everything that happened. Like, she's flustered. She's like, I'm going to try and practice. But all she can practice is just figures of Ichiro, like different pictures of Ichiro she's drawing. And she's all flustered and doesn't know what to do. So when Ichiro comes out to get his coffee, um, uh, Shiori happens to be there. And they have, like, an awkward, like, exchange back and forth. And then she opens the door a little bit, and she sees the kids. They're very quietly playing, looking dejected. So Ichiro tells them like what the plan was supposed to be today. Da da, da. And then so Shiori's like, "Hey, I'll play with them. That's fine. You do your work. I'll be, you know, I'll be stepmom. All good. Okay, sure. Okay, cool." It the goes there. They start to talk a little bit. Uh, Shiori and the kids and the, the 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 what's it called? The the girl. Right, the girl kid whose name I'm forgetting, I can probably look it up because she's probably a character. I mean. Um, what is Galaxy? Galaxy, where is there? It is Galaxy, A Galaxy next door, Machi. No, Machi's the boy. No, it is no, Machi's the girl. Machi's the girl, Fumio's the boy. Okay, so Machi was like, Oh, but she's like, What do you have, Machi? And they're like, Oh, it's a custom tarot card that my brother made when we were younger. Do you want me to tell your fortune? Okay, sure. She pulls the card. And the cards, because they're old, rips in half. Now she's even more depressed. The girl, and everybody's now depressed. And um, Ichiro comes in. He's like, what the fuck happened? And she's like, oh, the card ripped. I feel so bad, blah, 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 blah. And then Ichiro's like, well, it's not a big deal. Like, I know the cards are old. You want me to remake you some? Like, I don't mind. And she's like, no, well, I want, if you're going to remake them, I want to do it like a certain way. And she's like, oh, well, you know, how do you want it done? But she needs a book and uh shiori's like well i was gonna go to the library anyway so i don't mind they're like dude it's fucking raining she's like don't don't mind she leaves and she's gone for a while ichiro's wondering where's where's shiori where's shiori where's shiori and machi picks up on that and she's like if you want to go meet her you know go meet her she's like he's like all right take care of your brother all right we'll do so she goes ends up meeting shiori in the middle And she always like, Oh, I got the reference books, da-da-da-da. And they have like a a little bit less awkward of a conversation, right? Things are well, all good. And then um, Ichiro's like, Hey, didn't you say you were gonna go to the library for something yourself? She's like, Oh, yeah. She's like, Well, did you get what you wanted? I forgot. Good job, good job. So they walk back home, they read the reference books, they you know, everybody contributes in making the cards. It's a grand old time inside, and the cards are made, they look fabulous, everything's perfect the way she wanted it, everything is good. Shiori comes back into the room after it's done, and she's like, we might as well go full retard with it. Full send. And she brings out two clothing racks, a large cloth, and I guess, I don't know where she found a fucking little children's dress, but she found a children's dress, and she made her into, like, a little fortune teller booth. Made her look into, like, an like, actual fortune teller with a veil and everything. Like, it, it was really cute. So, you know, she's like, oh, they start telling the fortune, da-da-da. Everything's good. And, um... Ichiro goes back to work, does his work. Everything is solid. Like everything is, we're good. We're we're clear. It's a good day after all. Kids are asleep. Ichiro goes back into the room, into like this common area, and he puts up a sign that says, um, uh, "Don't tear down until the morning." Uh, Ichiro, like head head manager Ichiro, right? Boom, puts it on there. And the basically they brought a planetarium that they were using as a crystal, like a crystal ball. So he turns on the planetarium who he mentions his, fa- his late father had given him as a kid. Turns on the planetarium. The planetarium starts lighting up. He's admiring it. Shiori comes in. No idea why, but she comes in. And he's like, oh, she's like, are you tearing it down? Like, let me help you. And he, she's like, no, nah, I'm not tearing it down. I'll let the kids do that in the morning since we let them play. Right. And they start talking. And they finally have the conversation about what happened the night before. And Shiori just reiterates kind of the stuff that she said. And um, Ichiro's like, wait. And he starts to reject her. He's like, listen, I appreciate your affection toward me, but like, I don't like having my love life decided for me. I'd still appreciate it if you go through with the annulments. Right. And he continues. He's like, I don't see my my priority is making sure that the two kids are good, like, you know, that they're they go to college uh, if they want to go to college and supporting them like they're my only real family they're my number pro- number one priority as he's saying this because he's rejecting the person who he's supposed to marry the curse that he has starts riding up his arm and up his neck and it's straining his voice like he's like losing like breath when he's talking and she always, like don't reject me anymore you're gonna die right and he's like no i gotta say this and then he about faces He's like spending time with you has been a blessing. The more I spend time with you, the more I, I think about all the all the laughs that we have. I've you know, I, I enjoy our time together. I want to like see where this continues. Will you go out with me? He fucking confesses right there. Right. Sure. And right. this is episode four. So we get an early confession, episode four. And Shiori is over the moon. She is squealing like a little girl that just got a new doll. She is in heaven. And she collapses. And uh, Ichiro's like, no, what did I do? Like, are you okay? And the episode ends with her saying, I, my heart is so full, I feel like it can burst as she closes her <laughs> eyes and has a grin on her face to end the episode. Great episode.
2: That's cute.
1: Very cute. I'm done, Matt. Go ahead. That took me all right.
2: All right. Mashal. Uh, I did watch today, so it's going to be two episodes, but I'll be quick about it. Not what she said, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, episode four, we've hit the word left off on the previous episode. It's Quidditch or duel, duo, duel, duello,
1: duello. Okay, and it's like it's, Quidditch.
2: I, it's basically Quidditch without a goalie.
1: Okay, it uh, are they riding and they're riding around on brooms and everything? Yep, have you seen like have you seen real earth Quidditch? How stupid everybody looks?
2: No, but I believe it, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny.
2: Uh, anyway. but, uh, but basically, uh, of course, since uh, MASH can't fly, he's stuck on the ground with his broom. Uh, one of the teammates, uh, was, I, was I trying to talk to him about had to explain how the game works, but that guy gets knocked down by the enemy team. So all the people are like, upset, and now MASH is like, all right, I got the game now. So he starts flying with the broom, and he's flying by kicking his feet <laughs> like, like a fucking hummingbird, <laughs> like holding himself up. Oh, but so he's
1: no... so he's literally like using his feet as wings.
2: Yes, but they don't see that
1: because <laughs> he's going so fast. Yes. Okay. So he
2: got the ball and like threw it in the goalpost, and it came back like a boomerang. So he caught it again, back and forth, back and forth.
1: But He's making it. Yes. And there's no goalie.
2: Yeah. So the and no one and no one is trying to stop it, but no, he they win the game because it was like eight hundred to like sixty seven or something. Like game's over. We're done. You
1: know the only amount of core strength you need to do that? That core strength must be god Yo,
2: yo, he yo, he trains every day, man.
1: Oh my god, that core strength is godlike. You could break exactly. a you break a brick on his chest and he's like, Oh, that tickled.
2: Oh man, I got fucking back, so Oh, dude. Uh, so yeah, so his t- so his house wins the game, and because he got he scored so many fucking points, he gets, uh, he gets a he gets a gold again. coin. Which uh, basically, if you get five of them it makes like a necklace or something, I forgot what what it does, but you need five of them. You need to collect five. So we get a new character, Lance. Lance Crown. He's like uh, he has two marks on his face, so that means the two marks means you're a strong wizard, ma-
1: magic like it's not like an accident or a no a no no act like they do that on purpose. Yes. Okay. It's not like a scar. It's like a tattoo.
2: Like it's just something that just forms, like for like you're the magic in you makes that. Okay. Yeah. So basically, his name is uh his name is Lance. Uh, he sees that Mash has one of the silver coins and he has one, so he wants his basically because he wants to become the divine visionary as well. So to get Mash to come, hey, to come fight him, basically he captures his friends Tom, Finn, and Lemon in a bottle. Says, "Hey, if you want them, come meet me here." There's a small little fight, and then Lance's pendant he, it falls off, and Mash catches it. He mm-hmm. looks inside, and it's his little sister. But he did he didn't know that. So he looked at, it, and "He's like, gosh, a lollicon, He's like freaking out. He's a lollipop. I need to call the
1: police. Oh, it's i like, seen this. I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's
2: like, no, I have a sister complex. <laughs> That's better, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But he's, but this is where he's talking about he wants to be the divine, the divine visionary because his sister has an illness. So, if he gets that, he'll find a gateway to cure his sister. Cute. So, it's all that it says, okay, fine. You want your friends that badly? He takes the bottle with the friends' and chucks it over the cliff. It's like, well, what are you gonna do? So, he does his own ma- hamstring magic. Muscle mode,
1: muscle mode. That's what
2: that's what Mash calls it. Just darts down down this cliff, catches them, comes back, gets them, and now he gets Lance's silver coin. That was the end of episode four.
1: So if you get a silver coin, what does that mean?
2: I say like, you need five of them. I think you need I think it makes gold move up coins. To silver. You need five silver. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Oh, then what? You got a gold. But but
2: but they're like they're like broken up mm-hmm. into like five pieces. Yeah, like oh. collect them to make like a pendant type.
1: So it's not silver, it's gold, or so it's not gold, it's silver. So he won a silver coin in the Quidditch battle.
2: Yes. Okay. And now he got, to, he got a second one from Lance for that little bet they did. Okay. All right. Uh, we're moving on to episode five. It's a uh, potion class. Uh, of course, uh, Finn and Mash, they didn't do their assignments. Of course not. And of course, Lance uh, starts to scold them. It's like, oh, why would I help you? But Mash has the pendant. But Mash has the pendant with the sister. So the guy just. Flicks back because I still want like, oh, my weakness type of thing.
1: Oh God.
2: Yes, I was like, all right, fine, fine. So basically, um, you gotta get this uh, talking daikon that they have. So like, okay, you gotta make it. You gotta make it shut up because it just screams at you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine. So you're gonna kill it, right? No, it's uh, basically I had put a quiet spell on it to make it fall asleep.
1: Well, Mash can't do that. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. So so, Mash says the spell. But this daikon just starts screaming louder. And it's getting bigger. Finn is done, but it's basically getting bigger, like raw, 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 all that type of thing, and he just slaps it across the face and it goes down.
1: <laughs> so, so, that would be. Yeah, fun. That's animal easy. abuse. How dare they?
2: But no, it's a, it's a fucking radish. So.
1: Oh, it's a radish. It's a talking ra- radish. It's yeah. a rabbit.
2: Daikon. daikon, It's a radish.
1: Oh, the thought daikon was a rabbit. I was like, that's animal abuse. How dare they?
2: It was like, like screw Our main like... event is
1: a fucking girl that fucking strangled two fucking ducks. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. Where was Where I? We... Um, Mashal and the potion and after he slapped it to go, the, the radish to go to sleep.
2: Yes. And the yeah. radish was like,
1: oh. <laughs> He orgasmed when he got slapped. Okay.
2: Yep. No, he just had a happy face. He didn't have an orgasm. He just had a happy face.
1: I mean, if he's sighing, I mean, he probably the, the radish probably came. Is it a he? Can we? Them? It's a he, it's a he. It's a he, okay. Does the radish have a penis?
2: It's a daikon. I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. Uh basically, okay, so last says, Okay, now you just cut it up, you cook it, add a spice, done, potion. She does All it. Right. Okay. So Mash does that. Cut. Froze the oven. Cooks. Spice. It starts to do a fucking cream puff.
1: Oh wait, I gotta let uh Sean know. What time did you came in? One thirteen, right?
2: And there was like, how the fuck did you turn into a cream puff? like, okay, let's try this again. All right, so he was like going directly, very slowly. Here's this. You do this, and Max was like, got it, got it. It also turned into a fucking cream puff. Okay. Yep.
1: So cream puff, cream pie, cream puff. Oh, you said cream pie the second time as well. I was like, oh, it was a, it was a fucking cream puff. Are we foreshadowing what's gonna happen tonight? Because you're pissed off. No. (laughs) All right. Keep on
2: going. So that happens next day. It's a survival exercise. Okay. So basically, you go to the forest. If you see the if you see these scorpions with like, these deadly tails and like a silver coin type of thing, avoid them, but if you kill it, you get another silver coin. And we get our new character, Dot Barrett, who is he has uh, you know, remember that guy from Comey? He was like the protagonist complex, the guy from Comey. The, the handsome narcissist.
1: Oh, yeah yeah, 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 He's
2: that. He's that. Oh, not not, not handsome. No one uh, background. Like, he just believes he's the main character. Yeah. And uh, MASH is a side character and all this. And there's this uh, guy named Silva who, he's a, he's a bully of sorts. Yeah. He he, he hits MASH with a spell. Like, like, guts, like rocks to the guts. And MASH gave him this glare. Not because he was pissed, because he almost hit the cream puff. Mm. And don't fuck with his cream post.
1: Don't fuck with the cream.
2: Exactly. So, okay. So Dot and Mash are together because Mash zoned out while he was with Lance, and Lance and him got separated. So what? they say they save this girl. Well, sorry, Dot. Sa- Dot saves the girl, but the girl is manipulating them spell okay. to like seduce. Okay. So basically, like you'll fall for me no matter what I say type of thing. It works on Dot, but not on Mash. Hmm. And then we see Silva again. So the girl was telling Dot, hey, Silva was the one that was bullying me. Go take care of him. Dot's out. And uh during this little battle, Silva knocked Mash's cream puff out of his head. Mm. So he's gonna die.
1: He's in rage mode. All right.
2: Yeah, he, he no, we don't we don't see him in rage mode. We just he just seemed him glared at him, and that was where the episode ended. All right. That's it with that.
1: One down four to go. Uh,
2: yeah, I'll I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do this next one really quick. What quick? Rank of Kings. It was a two episode. Uh, the previous episode last week. Uh, first half is uh, Queen Helen. and uh, the the story took place when uh Helen and Dorche uh, retreated the castle because of King Bosi, and this is where we meet Anne, which is uh one of the knights that mm. Helen recruited. Mm. Basically, they do each other from uh. From the youth, uh, traveling buddies, adventure buddies. So basically, and says, I can't join you because I'm obligated to help out these people here. But once that's over, I'll come join you. So Helen says, All right, fine. I'll help you out then. Okay. Uh, basically, get rid of the bandits. Uh, they did, uh, basically, uh, he, the queen, she tricked the main bandit to thinking, Oh, uh, I healed you, but I put a curse on you. If you do anything bad, you instantly die. So he believes it. So now he's uh, this Ben a good guy helping out with the village with labor and all this shit. Yeah. So that was that half. The second half of that was uh, Boji and King Dida younger. Uh, this Dida the more of how much Boji actually cared about him and how Dida looks actually looked up to him. Oh. Because uh, Boji's like adventurous type of thing. Uh, that one was cute, but this one I want to talk about because this is probably the best episode for this whole spinoff thing. Mm-hmm. We. It's the underworld family, so uh, Desha, Despa, and Okin, like mm-hmm. the three brothers. It explains what happened to Okin, like why he why he became corrupted. Mm-hmm. It was basically the father who was basically trying to figure out like immortality type of thing, and he thought his other sons would get it, so Despa and Desha, but they didn't. But he talks about how he sees stuff in Okin. And with that, we get we go flash forward a bit. Uh Oaken talks about how he has no powers or anything like that. So mm-hmm. he's like he's envious of his brothers of that they could do stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is when again, this is when the father is still still in control and Desha is not king yet. Mm-hmm. And uh basically the father is like sacrificing people for blood, like the townspeople. Mm-hmm. Like goblins, orcs, pe- and just people. And fucking Desa hates this. So this is why they they that's why that that's why the children are going to war to overthrow him. hmm And then uh basically Despa sees that Desha was using a baby goblin as like baits, like stabbing it for the for the maiden for the main goblins to come so they so that they could be killed. Right. So it was like, Jesus Christ. But you see, Desa like regretting all of this, all of the everything. Like, is like clenching his fists. Mm-hmm. Like, he hates everything he's doing, but it's it's war, right? Is that type of thing? Uh, basically, then uh, Desa meets with the king. Uh They, uh, the uh, something from the castle collapses on on to the king. He's physically he's dead, so his spirit comes out and he's trying to take over, uh, Oaken's body, but Oaken rejected him right and desa uses lightning to electrocute it and disappeared right. desa is king and despa is mad at his brother for again sacrifice people just to get to the father so that's why so he's so despa wants nothing to do with his older brother and oaken is still like he wants to help out he wants to be there there's still there's still fights to do mm-hmm. and this is where he realizes he has the immortality like he sees, mm-hmm. like he, like he's, like he's, like his scars were healing and all that. So mm-hmm. that's going on, and it's got to the point where he's slowly losing his sanity. He's slowly losing his, mm. and it's getting to the point where people, his comrades, tell him, "Hey, just retreat back. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't fight anymore." Mm-hmm. But he, he refuses to because they're so close to. They see that one more battle and then it's over. Mm hmm. And then uh, Despa gets the letter, and he goes to his older brother. He, like he finally talks to him and says, "Hey, this is what's happening to Oaken. And they had a feeling it's the dad, basically. The dad is, you know, he's de- he's physically dead. He still has a, still has somewhat of a hold on him. Yeah. And now uh, it's getting to the point where Oaken's like losing like, like anything he hears and sees is his dad. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where he killed two of his soldiers because he just he just sees the dad in them.
1: <laughs> mm Hmm.
2: He's just snapping. So let me ask you uh, something before yes. you
1: continue, because I'm thinking about this and I want to get this point out. Um, if you were to watch Ranking of Kings, would you recommend um, them watching one through? You said this episode, the season picks up after episode like 17 or so. Or
2: no, 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 no. The whole thing's good throughout.
1: No, but I meant like to pick it up in terms of it being consecutive, because right now you're just you're going backwards in time. So would it make yeah. sense if you are watching Ranking Kings, you stop at? I think it's what is it twelve episodes or is it twenty four? This the uh, no the, the, the oh the, the actual the one was twenty four. So would you and you said it picks up around episode seventeen or so?
2: Uh there the main story like the for more, this I,
1: for this side piece. What, what episode for this
2: it, side piece? This is a this this would be around the middle near the second half.
1: So like episode like thirteen or fourteen,
2: like. Around there, yeah.
1: So then when it makes sense for you to watch episodes 1 through 14, stop, watch this whole season now, this side season, and then go into the rest of the original. Honestly,
2: movie. it would depend on how the rest go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure someone's going to make a chart of what, if you want like a correct chart order like for cohesive story.
1: Cause I find that really interesting. And that's actually a, a positive about ranking of Kings that they're doing it this way for you to be able to go backwards in time. And if you were to watch the entire story, like, and you it. know,
2: what you know how people came to be and how they get introduced. like why Cause everybody sees like ranking this. of
1: Kings as like a really good series. And then you add this on top of that between the series. Yeah. I think that makes it stand out really well. All things considered. And I talk shit about it. Cause I said, I didn't want to watch a special needs five-year-old with a fucking sword in this story. That's fact, uh, he's, he's not. A f- that's
2: that's, a, that's yeah. a fact. He's not five. What is he? Three. He's in his teens.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah. Why is he drawn like he's five? Because
2: it's because it, he's cursed in general. He lost he because his father and mother are giants, and the father gave up all that about them to make him to so Boji can get power. So because his Boji is small in size, he's deaf. He can't talk. He has no strength.
1: That's so funny. That sounds special needs as fuck,
2: but, but I'm saying, like, but he's still I sound like he's the still
1: premier cool. champion of the special Olympics to me.
2: But I'm saying he's not five years old, though.
1: Oh, well, I mean, regardless, he, yeah, like the premier champion of special
2: Olympics. no, thus his dad is selfish, and now uh, Boji's like very limited because of it. That's really it. Mm. Uh, so anyway, uh, Oaken, he wears the armor we see in season one, like the special demonic type of armor. And Despa tells Desa, like, you're the only one that can actually stop him, so like mm-hmm. help type of thing. So Dessa does that. He sees him, does his lightning spell, doesn't kill him but knocks him out. And he's like as mm-hmm. I like saying he's sorry to mm-hmm. Oaken. To
1: mm-hmm.
2: And now Oaken's like passed out in a cell and you see Desar like having a tear fall down his face. Like
1: mm-hmm.
2: like he like he just feels remorse. Like he like he wish he could have done something sooner.
1: Right.
2: And that was where that episode ended. Right. So like this like this was the best one out of the four so far. True. Really good stuff.
1: Yeah.
2: All righty, moving on. Skip and Loafer.
1: All right, one of your babies. Uh,
2: yes, yeah, I love this one. Uh basically it's a uh, sport festival competition type of thing. Not a cultural festival. That's festival, a sports one. They do they like, various sports.
1: Okay, it's not a bukasai. Okay. Uh,
2: yes. So uh, Makoto, she's like you like deflect that like oh we basically because Makoto's the geek. I like oh, I got no skills. I just, no no bother. No what what's the mm-hmm. point?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But the rest of them don't really either. But uh, one of the class reps gave him a little rah rah like for morale. And this mm. uh, uh half crew is in somewhere in basketball. Uh, me to me in volleyball, mm. but she's not really good in volleyball. She has one of her friends ah uh, for help. And again, Egashir is the one that's like judging people silently, type of thing. The one that like tries so hard to to impress people.
1: I tried so hard. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, so yeah, like Egashir, she, she was like she was judging uh, Mitsumi again. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it must be nice to eat whatever you want, type of thing. Like she doesn't say it to her, like she's like saying it to herself.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, because mm-hmm.
2: you and we see little snippets of her as a kid where she was she was fat. And okay. like she had to like self-control like diet force herself to diet force herself to like look pretty mm-hmm. all like all this stuff to stand out like everything she does for herself mm-hmm. but judges others like she's she's envious she's jealous of others basically mm-hmm. like it's like it's easy for them but not for her right so she has that little thing about all of them. And i uh, got to the point where uh, she was trying to teach Mitsumi how to, how to do volleyball. It's not working, so she's getting frustrated a, a bit by it. But she still does it because she wants to impress uh, Sosuke, the guy.
1: That she likes, yep.
2: Yep. But obviously Sosuke likes Mitsumi. Mm-hmm. And Mitsumi likes him, but not that way. Mm-hmm. Or just doesn't realize or understand yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go they go to the gym for practice one more time, and they saw there was a couple of guys there practicing too, but it's for girls' first year. Like, like it's their time for the thing. Right. So, um, Egashira got bumped into by one of the guys, and she didn't say anything but Mitsumi, with like this brave face, like nervousness, like she, the facial reactions of it, she's like, hey, guys, it's our turn to use this. Like, she really said, like, hey, like, like bug off, basically. Fuck off, and then the other guys are like, "Yeah, fuck you," basically. But when the teacher right. saw, is like, "Hey, guys, no guys today. It's for girls. It's for first year girls only today." Read the schedule. Get out. Mm-hmm. But they go away. Uh, Aisha, does the skulls to me be like, don't do that. Don't don't stick up for me stuff like that. You you could you could get in trouble. with it. they re- reacted differently, mm-hmm. and then she starts like yelling at her again. It's like. Yuzuki could play, could play volleyball, so why didn't you ask her? I've been nothing but rude to you. So why I, why did you ask me?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Mitzu was like, Yeah, you, you were a little rude to me, but I like that you're blood and honest. That's why I want that's why I wanted you to help me, not because of it's like no, you want you'll you will want me to do better. Like you wouldn't right. sugarcoat it. Right. So it was stuff like that. It's like, oh you know, that's a nice nice little moment. Cute. Uh they do they do the volleyball. Um Mitsumi does get fired up. She finally starts going to We thought they're gonna win, but they actually lost. (laughs) So second place. Ooh. But uh Sosuke is a basketball team, they're in the finals and Mitsumi wanted to give them wanna give Sosuke uh like pickled veg, like as a as a thing like refresh yourself and all this. Mm -hmm. But the fact that since Sosuke is like really so popular, Mitsumi doesn't get a chance to like go to him. Right. So, but she doesn't realize that Sosuke was actually looking for her in this crowd of people talking to him. Right. So, it's like, so Egashira sees this and it's like, talk about, like, he's always trying to find, like, he always finds a way to find time for Mitsumi for some reason. Like, right. does he like her?
0: <laughs> right.
2: And eventually, during the finals of the game, Mitsumi gives Sosuke the gifts and all this. So, really nice episode for this one. So,
1: nicely, nice. Good
2: shit. Finally, Vinland Saga, we get we get our fight. Snake versus Torfin. Yes, <laughs> they're fighting back and forth. Torfin is dodging everything. Mind you, he has no weapons. None. Yep. So, but they dodge it, but is like it is fast. Saying like he's faster than anyone I face. So he's faster than Askeled, faster than Forkel, mm-hmm. all that. And then and then on snakes. And then snakes' mentality is. He was like, "How the fuck did he be- did he become a slave? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's someone that's skilled." All Torfey was thinking, "How does someone that skilled work out on a farm?"
1: Yeah, I saw that clip. That's funny.
2: yeah. Unfortunately, we don't get Snake's backstory, and that's actually something the creator apologized about. Mm. <laughs> like, like, I like, I wish we like, I really wish we did.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Get a little, get get like a small backstory on Snake. So I think why that- they didn't
1: like put like an anime only like episode, you know.
2: You know what, they might do a small little clip. Like a, oh, yeah. yeah, they could, yeah. But uh, the fight's going on. Uh, Torfin is uh, guarding the uh, carriage, because that's where Garter is, like, unconscious. Right. So Snake does his move with the blade. He, like, goes a swing. As Torfin dodges out of the way, he switched spots. So now Snake is by the carriage, and Torfin's away from it. So mm. Garter is defenseless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then, Arnheide, the wife sees us. She's like begging snake to like, don't do it, don't kill him. And the old man, he was like, he was like bargaining with snakes, like, look, like, I, I, I understand you're frustrated that you lost your men. Like, like I'll make it up. I'll give you money. I'll, I'll give you my farm when I die. And the snake deal, like, that's not about any of that. Mm-hmm. Like he killed my men, people that I swore to look out for, and mm-hmm. you're offering stuff like they're worthless. So are you telling me this guy, this criminal, his life is worth more than my men?
1: Yeah, because he's and... my son. oh Fuck you, man.
2: No, no, no. no. That's that's not... No, he's not the son.
1: Oh, I think he was the son. Sorry.
2: No, 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 no. No, Kendall's not there. It's the criminal. It's the criminal slave. Our ah. husband. Yeah, the guy that's knocked out. Uh... So are so you telling me a criminal is worth more than my men?
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man.
2: But they were speechless. They didn't say any, they had anything to say. So Snake grabbed the blade and stabbed him through the chest. Mm. but Garner got up, literally too angry to die, that was a real thing, and choked him out Like well, he had his arms around his neck choking the life out of him, Snake drops the sword, but Arnhai she like walks up to him like, tr- like calms him down, like saying like, let's go home, and then Garter lets go of him, Snake's out unconscious, and he's like yeah, like, let's go home but and chokes the face- wife, I'm just kidding <laughs> Uh, Torfin talks to Arnhai's like, You know, he's like, like, he's dying, like, you know, he's, but she knows that she just wants to ride off. Yeah, Garter's built different. I said that. Yeah, I said that in the fucking group with the thing, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you see Arnhai like holding back tears, like, she knows that he's dying, but she just wants to be there with him till, yeah. till then. So they ride in the carriage, it's just them, and then you get flashbacks of Garter's like, little thing, like, with their family together, but. In this, like, he's his, he's his actual self. He's sitting between his wife and son. Yeah. And remember when we talked about how he's, he was going to go on a, on a quest for some iron? Yeah. In this, in this flashback, he sees the reactions of his wife when all this was going on. Like, he never saw how she felt or anything. Mm-hmm. So he's seen it in this near-death experience. And he's like, he made a huge mistake. And... And when they're riding this carriage, and he said, "Like I promise, I will never leave you alone again,"
1: and he dies, and he's alone. Yeah,
2: like like he he like his eyes are closed.
1: Oh shit, I, like, I was just joking. Oh shit. Yeah,
2: yeah. Arne high is like talking, like, "Are you awake? Stay with me." He's like, "I." And he says, "Yeah, I'm awake. I'm just resting my eyes a bit." And then he looks up at her one more time, and he says, "I'm home," and she's saying, "Welcome home" to him, and he's dead. He's dead. And as she's like holding him, crying. You see the rest of the guys coming towards them. Mm. She'll join them soon. What? She'll join them soon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that.
1: All right, Matt. That Um, took you all the fucking an hour to do. Yep. It
2: took me an hour to do. Sorry, guys. Again, just my satellite decided I'm going to update.
1: You rat bastard.
2: And it took a while. Does so. it not let
1: you know when, like, does it not tell you, like, oh, there's going to be a planned update approximately? I no, nope.
2: um, just let this. It happens. It happens. So not a hudo. All right, so let's go. What do we want to start with? Also, oh. guys, no Gundam. We're going to do a double episode next week.
1: Yeah, I told them all of that. I told them everything we need to know. No, du- okay. no Gundam. No, no this week's. Ton- no today's right. Tony Kawa. Just last week's Tony Kawa. Let's start off with last week's Tony Kawa.
2: Okay, you probably remember more. Uh,
1: do I? Um, uh, list kisses. Yeah, I think so.
2: But it's about the kisses, right?
1: Yeah, it's about the kisses.
2: And uh, what you call it? NASA fixing the the vacuum from Konami.
1: <laughs> yeah, give me a moment. I'll pull up the. I did do a thread for that. You did. Yes, I need to put up today's thread. Put today's thread because I not Do it. it after the show. I will do it after the show, one hundred percent. Uh, it was episode four yeah four all right episode four all right so as matt said uh the episode starts off with nasa fixing a vacuum for kaname um and he actually does some a little a little soldering work which i've never really done so props to him for that
2: yeah Um, i haven't either so
1: yes and sukasa takes notice of this and um as a reward for all of his hard work uh decides to give nasa a massage
2: Yep, that's right. It does. Yes.
1: So the massage happens, and NASA's all flustered and embarrassed, but he enjoys it very much. you know. But now he wants
2: says, to make her feel good.
1: But now he wants to make her feel good. So Tsukasa's like, well, I recover really quickly, so I don't need anything. But if you want to touch my shoulders, feel free. So he decides to rub her shoulders, and Tsukasa loves it too. And she's just like, oh, well, you know, I didn't know I needed this, but ah, this feels good. Thank you so much. Um, from there, they get interrupted. Um Aya asked NASA for help studying because she hasn't studied for her midterms and she's an idiot. Yeah. So, yeah, she um, plays
2: games and all.
1: This. Yeah, all she doesn't play games. So NASA's like, "Oh, all right. Well, let me see your tests." And she's got like 40, 20, 10, yeah. 13, 42, like just shit scores. And she's like, "Oh god." He's like, "All right. Well, let me see your textbooks." He starts flipping through the textbooks and he's like, "Oh, like, oh, this isn't hard at all." And then she's like, "Well, didn't you graduate didn't you not even graduate high school?" She's like, "Yeah, I only graduated middle school."
2: yeah but but he studies like every day every fucking day
1: yeah he's a genius so he's like all right, well fucking he's like i'll help you out so he does some sheets and like gets her to practice and whatnot um so that was cool um the rest of the episode with aya is basically just her studying and failing to study because she's just like oh this is too much information i can't do it um but the rest of the episode really focuses on uh nasa and sukasa getting uh a sheet from uh kaname Uh, that basically lists what each type of kiss means. You know, like a kiss to the hand means like affection, a kiss to like the, uh, to the palm or something means submission, a kiss to the, to the neck means desire, like all these various meanings. And little do they know they both get the sheet, Um, but they're both kind of like NASA in particular is just stressing. And he's just thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And um, basically one day, uh, what's it called? Um, well, I should also say that is a little pervert. She just wants to know, you should be kissing your wife. I should be hearing noises. <laughs> That's her whole goal is just yeah. hear them have sex because she's a pervert. She's like, I saw this from like all the fucking sexy, uh, the sexy stuff on, on the online. So she's been watching porn, yeah. basically. And so um, basically they uh, go, they need vegetables. So on, on the way home, um, they go to get vegetables. And on the way home, uh, they, you know, she, Nasa wants to try like her, what he learned out, but all of a sudden they see Yanagi and Tanaguchi in the park. So they hide in the bushes like creeps <laughs> and basically they see them begin to make out. um, And so, you know, that flusters them too. And so basically they get home and they're eating the vegetables or whatever. And then uh, they admit to each other, like, yeah, we got this sheet. And they start kissing each other in all these different places, and it's really sensual. I really like this scene, not because it's sexual or because of it's horny or anything, but it's really like cute, very sensual. Like they sensually kiss each other in all these right places, and then uh, the episode ends with um, NASA kissing Sukasa's belly as if she was pregnant. She's not, yeah. but you know, as if she was pregnant. And Sukasa's like, "What does this mean?" And he's like, "I forgot." And that's how the episode <laughs> ends. And that was really cute.
2: This was cute. Yeah. Uh, I hope there's more progression of them a couple. Physically? I mean in general. Like it feels like a little bit of the same.
1: It's always a bit of the same, but I mean there's I mean emotionally I think they're straight. I care you know what I care about more? I care more about Tsukasa's alien story. I want to see more of that.
2: Oh I don't know if you'll get it this season. Mm. But you you should soon. And not an alien.
1: She's not an alien. Not an alien. I thought she was an alien.
2: No, 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 no. As okay. we will tell you, it's not an alien.
1: Okay. All
2: right, moving on. Uh, Dangerous in my
1: heart. Very solid episode.
2: Uh, yeah, we got uh basically people are being split into groups. Yep. And of course, with uh Yamada, with the girl, now he's all the the perverted guys want to join in. Yep. But only two of them can go. Yep. Uh, who's, who's the one that didn't want to?
1: I forget his name, but he's so the one the, that's
2: he's he's the he's the he's the one that's in love major. with the fat girl. Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, Kenta. Okay, yeah, I and mean, Kenta loves the fat girl. Yeah, uh, so so yeah, uh, so, so, so. Han- Hanu, Which Haru, was her name? Uh, Hara. H- Hara, the fat girl. Yeah, and it was Har something. I don't know exactly. Yes.
2: Yeah, so basically, uh, they they don't want the So be show because he's the pervert. Mm-hmm. They are like, oh, we want Kenta, but Kenta doesn't want to do it because the girl he likes is in that group. Mm-hmm. So they pick Ichikawa, and who was the other one they picked?
1: the the most perverted guy of the bunch.
2: So they so they picked, so they did so they did pick show because Kenta said. No.
1: Yeah, they picked the pervert. So yeah, so fat, yeah, fat so Boy she... and 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 Kenta went over to.
2: Yep. Yeah. So Show and you Ichikawa. You think Kenta? I keep thinking Mihara? Kenta. Oh, Kenta. Yeah. Kabashi? No, the other one. Capital letters, Kenta. Capital letter,
1: Kenta. Okay.
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, so that so the groups get picked. Uh, now we get to outside. It's raining. Yeah. Ichikawa doesn't, doesn't have his umbrella.
1: No, it's not Ichikawa. It's Yamada. Yamada doesn't have an umbrella. Ichikawa's wearing a trench coat.
2: Oh, okay. That's right. So No, I thought, no, I thought Ichikawa didn't have it either. So, that's why Yamada went to go to the store.
1: No, Ichikawa had the trench coat, was leaving. Noticed Yamada didn't have the, the umbrella, and Ichikawa was like, oh, I'm going to go to the store to get an umbrella. Can I use your friend, your trench coat? And she puts the trench coat on, and it's like, perfect.
2: Well, Yamada's a girl, so.
1: Yeah, I said Yamada.
2: Okay, you said
1: Ichikawa. No, no, no. Ichikawa's wearing the trench coat. It's big on yeah. him. Yeah, and, and then Yama, she takes it.
2: It fits her perfectly because she's yeah. bigger. Yeah, so he's like, knows. and she's like, "I'll come back." He's like, "It's an anime trope. This is yeah. where we never see him again."
1: Yeah, he's like, "I promise I'll come back." And then she leaves, and while he's sitting there, he notices, "Oh shit, she left her bag." So and, he and the bag, bag was <laughs> the wallet. So he runs and he runs to go to um to to Yamada, place. and Yamada's like, "You forgot your bag. You forgot your bag. You forgot your bag." And um. What's it called? She's like, Oh, I'm sorry. So she's like, Hey, my wallet's in the front pocket. Can you get my wallet? So he goes in the bag and finds an umbrella. And she's embarrassed and she's like, uh, it's broken. Okay. So it's so like just, just put
2: just put the wallet in my in my shirt pocket. In my pocket. pocket, in
1: my pocket. And so he goes to put it in the pocket. She's like, No, 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 it's gonna get wet. I want you to put it in my shirt pocket. So he it's kind of like a little sexy, unbuttons it very slowly. Both of them are embarrassed and it's tipping pocket. Yeah, he's like like he's tipping her. And then closes it up and he's like oh I'll be back um and then but so we she...
2: find out yeah, it's, it's more of she just wanted to buy fucking sacks again <laughs> yeah uh, and then she asks like hey you like ice it was basically ice cream like you like mints so that you do your doubts chocominto yes but he's like and in the middle like, the he's, like I'm or... and he's
1: like well normally people either hate it or love it and she's like you want to take a guess uh time's up and she's like wow that was fast she's like it was a reaction time you're supposed to be fast with it yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, the fuck? And he goes to walk away. He's like, all right, bye, bitch. <laughs> he goes to walk away. And uh, Yamada stops him, and he's like, here. He gives her a Choco Mint bar. Yeah. And um, no, I am not. Fucking other podcast hosts. Are you watching the fight? And I was like, no, I'm talking about yeah. anime. Um, What's it called? Um, So he's like, oh, here's a Choco Mint bar. Participation trophy. He's like, yeah. okay, walks away. And she's like, oh, by the way, I love it. And then he's like, "You Choco Mint, right? You love Choco Mint. Yes. <laughs> Choco Mins! choco Mins. and he's like, "That's the that's the loudest I've ever yelled in my life." Yeah, I'm tired. Uh, these Japanese,
2: they love the mint chocolate. We had that in the uh, fucking Uzaki in season one. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, then we got a small moment with uh, Yamada and mm-hmm. uh, Hara, the girl that's going on the diet. Yep, but of course, you know, fucking Yamada is a horrible influence and makes her eat this fucking junk food anyway. Yep. Like, oh,
1: just one. It's okay. <laughs> Yep.
2: Fuck that.
1: Uh, that was it for that one, really. No, we well, to... they, no, no, no. First, so they're talking girl talk. No, you're, you skipped that completely, bro. Oh, no. it's about,
2: oh, the crush. Okay.
1: Yeah, they're talking about the crush. Kento. Kento. They're like, oh, how's it going with Kenta? And she's like, oh, well, you know, things are progressing. We went out. You know, we went to, to go shop. She's like, really? How far did you go? And <laughs> Hara's like, oh, like, what do you mean how far we went? She's like, uh. And she's like, no, and they're like, how far did you go to Shinjuku? and yeah for, you know, he's like no 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 we went to some other place oh okay and so they're like here let's take a selfie so they start taking selfies together and stuff and they notice in the selfie because uh, uh Ichikawa's there and he's looking like a creep he's trying not to be there but he's creeping so they notice in the back of their selfie there's a fucking eye like mad open so they go to the back they see Ichikawa there they're like oh it's just Ichikawa he won't say nothing right and then he goes yeah you know And she's like oh, well, how long have you been there they're like no you know I, I'm always here but you know Yamada comes in here to kind of eat her snacks recently da 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 and she's like, oh, and and he's like, uh, and he's like, uh, okay. And she's like, oh, good luck with uh, with Kento. She's like, yeah, good luck with you.
2: And she knows, she
1: knows, she knows, she needs to know. I dropped my phone. Fucking hell.
2: Yeah. Uh, now we go to the group thing, like a field, the field trip. They're with the, at a manga in the street now.
1: Yeah, they're at a manga. They're at a uh, manga distribution place. Yep, or and then uh,
2: yeah Uh, one of the creators there that it's someone Ichikawa likes, so someone that draws uh, Baki. Yes. So they, oh, they
1: mention a bunch of them. They mention a bunch of real life anime which I was yeah. very surprised by.
2: Yeah, so basically the so the, the guy uh, held the picture out people were, like crowded around it and Ijikawa, mm-hmm. like he's not looking though but he really wants to and Yamada sees this as like do you want to see? Right. He's like eh, maybe it would be cool so she grabs him <laughs> drags him over there so basically so he can get a closer view of it. Right. Because he's like, basically, Ichikawa's always doing stuff for Yamada, and now Yamada's doing something for him. Yeah. So this was really nice. He, he loves the drawing. And the day progresses. Uh...
1: No, the day doesn't progress after that. Basically, what happens is they um they go, they're like, oh, is there anything else you have any questions about or want to see? And the pervert guy's like, oh, dude, when you see like the real etchy manga, are they looking at the shit in real time? She's like, no, they're not. She cut them off. She's like, no, they're yeah, not. Like, nope.
2: She's and all out the out. girls are
1: like, why are you so fucking perverted, dude? What the fuck? And she's like, I just wanted to know. So they go, they're go; they about to go on the elevator. And as they get on the elevator, a f- sweaty fat guy that works there gets on the elevator with them. And they're like, mm, And they're holding their breath and shit. And they're also um, getting fucking, like, they're getting pushed in. And so Yamada ends up being pushed against Ichikawa in, like, the sexy man pose, like, one yeah. arm against it. And Ichikawa's stressing. He's like, I don't want to look up because I'm short. I see your titties. I don't want to look down. I see your skirt. Like I'm trying to, so he closes his eyes and this kind of flusters, uh, Yamada a little bit because Yamada's you know, aware of the circumstance and she's like, uh, and she's like kind of shocked herself. Anyway, everybody gets off the elevator, but Yamada is still in that pose and Ichikawa is still like got his eyes. Like he opens his (laughs) eyes, sees her there and she's like, um, are you gonna get out? so uh they're like oh sorry and so as she goes out she's like oh well that was interesting and then fucking Ichikawa gets stuck in the elevator gets pinched between it as the door closed that was funny and so anyway um the groups get split off into two things where perfect guys talking to two girls in front of them and then Ichikawa Yamada and then a short girl who's fairly kind out of the bunch they're talking and they ask and Yamada asks Ichikawa like hey do you like manga and he goes yeah I would say i read more than the most and starts naming off a couple and then he wants he shuts himself up because like i don't want to seem like a fucking loser but yamada realizes this and she's like oh what else do you like and she's like oh you know he names a couple more and then so he asks, what about you yamada did you read manga he's like no not really i've only read one and it's a shojo manga and then um yamada asks, like would you like to borrow it and Ichikawa's is like, nah, it's not really my thing. And then the girl next to her is like, she starts laughing like, ha, ha, ha. Like she wouldn't want to read some girly little romance movie, like romance novel. Ha, 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 ha. And then so Ichikawa like, I'm gonna go take a piss. So he goes to take a piss and everybody keeps going except for Yamada. Yep. And um, he's lamenting. He's like, fuck, like, ah, oh, man, people are judging me. Da, da, da He comes out and sees Yamada there and they're like, oh, where's, where's everybody? Oh, they went ahead. And they're like, "Oh, what time is the train?" I'm like, "Oh shit, it's past!" Yeah. So they're running, so they're they're running, 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 there, they're running, they're running, they're running, and, and the, they train the train leaves them, and it's just Yamada and Ichikawa. So that was where
2: the episode up. cut off. So now That's they're going to learn more about each other in the episode. I can't. Got to think
1: that. so. Yeah, got to think so. I'm looking forward to that too. All right, clue first friend. Another cute episode. Uh,
2: yeah. Basically, picked up. This is really picking up. up really nicely. Honestly. Yes, it is. I agree. It is. Uh, basically, um, basically, it basically, takes place a little after the events. What happened with um. Ishimura's yeah. mother and all this, yeah, and she hasn't seen Takada since that, since right. that day. Right. And he had plans to go out, like festivals and all this fireworks,
1: adventuring, yeah, nothing. Yep.
2: But he had nothing dead silent. So she's like, you know what? I'm gonna go see him.
1: Not on she, purpose. She's like, I'm gonna go out and walk. Yeah, she has
2: at the house. So go, I may as well say hi, and he's there. Yeah, and Takada all nervous.
1: Yeah, and he's and like, he's uh, about, "Oh,
2: I have plans with Hino."
1: Yeah, but he, he runs away. But uh, what's her face? Nishimura. Nishimura grabs his arm. She's like, "Wait, I just please talk. talk to me. I just want to talk." Yeah. So they have a heart to heart, and yeah, you know.
2: they're they're at they're at one of the shrines. They're talking. Yeah, um, hey, i more tequila, aren't you, yeah, Takada? He was he was apologizing. He was like talking about how like I. I I wasn't aware. I was insulting while I was calling you the Grim Reaper. Like I didn't know any of this. Is that why people are mean to you? And he's like talking about how like I made you cry. I'm your friend. I shouldn't have done that. But Nishimura talk was like talking to Takada as they like, said, I actually don't mind when you called me the Grim Reaper. Yeah,
1: because it means as that- as everyone else does it wrong. in a
2: mean spirited way, but you,
1: you think I'm cool. I'm strong. I'm yeah, a powerful so- woman girl.
2: So so, she, so she's like, so please, please keep calling me the Green Ray. Like she, she likes it when he does it. Yep, yep. And this eventually cheers up Takada.
1: Yep, yep.
2: They're hanging out, and they realize, Takada kind of realized, oh shit, I was supposed to be
1: <laughs> I blew off Hino.
2: Yep, but the... And Hino shows
1: up like, what well, what happened? Oh, hey, there's a festival on the corner. Like, oh, and that's one
2: of the things they wanted to do together, so. Yeah,
1: so they do the festival.
2: Yep, cultural festival. Twisted Life One Hundred and One.
1: Yep, not a fireworks festival, guys. Just yeah, so it's
2: a regular cultural. Like you get foods, you get prizes.
1: Yeah, uh, there was a thing
2: with like a ring, like oh, like this dark matter ring. No, that's later. I know, but, but I said there was two rings. That's later, and and he wanted. To get you're, you're
1: skipping the. uh You're skipping the fireworks scene where they did fireworks and everybody.
2: I said, but I said no. We saw the rings there beforehand, though. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Did not see. Yeah, we grabbed it, but he didn't give it. He didn't give it to her until after. <laughs>
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah,
2: but we but we did see it in there beforehand. Yep, yep, yep. Then we get the fireworks. Yep. Then everyone's having a nice time. Then everyone's happy. Yep. Then we have we go to the next morning. Takeda has the ring. Yep. He want to get, he wants to give it to Nishimura.
1: And then he's the it. ring.
2: And of course, the bitch Sumir has it. Of course. So she's like, "Oh, like why do I give it? It doesn't work for the Grim Reaper and all this." Yep. Uh, they. Uh, he's like, "Hmm, I see." You say I should get her a better ring. Like a real ring. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's...
1: <laughs>
2: so, you know what? And he goes to the issue more against it. I know it's a toy ring, but I got this other one, which I think would be cooler for your dark powers. This a yep. uh, dark matter ring. Yep. These like, are so cute.
1: <laughs> Adorable. Kawaii as fuck.
2: Yes. I can't wait to see more growth for, the, for these two.
1: <laughs> I feel like they really are going to get together. Like, yeah. There's no reason for them not to get together. Truly.
2: Uh, so anyway, before before we continue on, there was more stuff. Basically, uh, Takada wants photos like with like a, it's like a photo contest. Yep, yep. Uh, he wants to take pictures of Nishimura with like his outfit, and they're like yeah, they're the winner gets find... a CD player.
1: They get a CD player of some sort. Yeah,
2: they, they're trying to find various spots. Takada, Hino, know, they're like trying to figure it out,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but nothing's working. Basically, right. Basically it's it's just focused on so the atmosphere just too focused on Nishimura. Yep. But eventually they do, and this is actually the first time Nishimura enjoys her summer vacation. Yep. And she starts to thank them. Yep. And they're and at least and their picture was second place. Yep. You know, they didn't yeah, win. But you know, it's a nice, it was a nice episode, nice little moments yep yep very cute these uh these are little
1: it's grown on me this episode this the show's grown on me
2: yeah these these non-rom-coms with romantic subsets they're they're, they're hitting off yep so i love it for that Alrighty, righty now moving on dead mount death play
1: solid episode
2: god loves juice <laughs> but we'll get to that
1: yes he does <laughs> as i drink it
2: yes but you're not doing the faces do mm. it's like oh like, like what is this <laughs> concoction of sorts.
1: I thought when you said that at first, I was like, oh, they poisoned it. And I was like, no, why would Clarissa poison the juice? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway.
2: so what was Polka and the girl doing?
1: At first? Um, no, so the episode it starts was a, off-
2: or, or was comp, It was a It was comps-free. Yeah, police. the episode
1: starts off with the cops um, having like a debriefing on who they think the suspects are, trying to narrow the suspects list. While that's happening, and that is is what it is, um, the Basically, the episode really starts off with Polka putting the old Polka, his soul, inside of a shark stuffed animal. The shark stuffed animal can like right, can he,
2: yeah. He took it. He takes it out of the drone. That's he right. takes out
1: the drone. Gives it the drone. uh I think it's Tatsumi is his name. Takumi. Takumi. Takumi loves. The, he's like, oh, my drone is back. Thank you. And you see the shark can like respond and shake its head, yes, no, etc. And he's like, yeah, I can make a talk too, but I need fresh vocal cords and I don't have enough mana to. Uh, To make fresh vocal cords. And he's like, oh, I can get mana, though, through gemstones. And he's like, huh? They're like, yeah, like the things you like, sapphires, diamonds, rubies. Like, those are all magical stones. So if I can just get, like, a bucket of those, I'll be set. So they go to the store, the jewelry store. They see one sapphire costs 435,000 yen. And he's like, what the fuck?
2: Yep. and like, then, i, I guess i can find these like candy where can. and he's bro. like i guess
1: if i save up my money i could buy everything in here and they're like well if you did that you'd be paying at the current exchange rates three billion yen so and he's enough. like fuck that so then they walk away and uh uh arase yeah she's like hey why don't you just like oh no you'd know arase is the, the cop yeah, um, yeah the other girl before we get to arase Misaki. Misaki was like, oh, why don't you just siphon it while you're there? And they're like, oh, because then the, the gemstone will break, and I don't think that's fair to the shop owner. And they're like, oh, so you do? You feel chivalrous about stealing, huh? Okay. Yeah. And then at that point, uh, Arase, who's the uh, first of the cops, basically sees uh, Takumi's drone and was like, oh, I knew I'd find you here. And then you see the kids there, and he's like, oh, just, you know, pretend you didn't see that, kids. Go on in your day. Have a good one. But, but uh, Polka,
2: he, he steps in because he's like, hey, that's my friends. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, your friend? Well, I know the guy, and he's a piece of shit that will try to snitch on you at any any second just to save his own ass." And Takumi is hearing all of this.
1: Yep. So So, he calls him. He calls him, and he's like, "Hey, let my friend. Those are just my gaming buddies. Let them go, right?" And then basically they're like, "Oh, well, you know, still da da da." And then
2: he's curious about Polka, but he's like, "Wait, where's the girl?"
1: Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, just by just by his stature and his demeanor, like, oh, is he like a yakuza boss? Like, is he like a hardened criminal? He's only a kid. This makes no sense." Oh well, well, hey, tell me about you, kid. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, where did uh, where did uh, Misaki? Where did Misaki go? Misaki go?" And you see it behind him, just k- kicks this shit yes. out of Arase. Boom! Fucking Get Spartan to kicks his, him hissed into hissed the, the fucking, dumpster. Yeah, Spartan kicks him into a dumpster. They fucking run away. Using Polka's uh, ability with the with the skeleton, and they're yeah, like, oh, like, they ran away I, first, though. They're like, that's not a normal kid. And, then, first, and then I forgot the to mention, he first gets dragon. he first gets excited, or he first gets curious about Polka. Sorry, because he touches Polka's arm, and he's like, oh, he's so cold because he's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So,
2: so now, you said, now he's like now he's even more curious about him. Yeah, and of course he calls his other friend. Yeah, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Subaki. Yeah, Subaki. Like, hey. Got away. But Subaki is here
1: for. He's at Clarissa's uh, little shop, the underworld yeah. shop, trying to get information. But he gets drunk because he's trying to like get them to spill information. <laughs> Meanwhile, Arasa goes back to the police station, lifts up his shirt, and is like, "Hey, I need you to examine his footprint." And the detective, his assistant detective, is like, "Eh, no, no need to, because it's the same footprint as what we saw at the scene." Yep. So they're like, "Oh, we know who it is." So he sends, uh, he sends Subaki the uh, the list, like, "Hey, suspects are a boy, with white hair." uh with a necklace girl like girl well, with they, know
2: they arrived at the same area. They, they
1: arrive at the same place because they're like hey we're here to hang out like oh we're just gonna order milk and juice so yeah, then so he,
2: so he buys so he buys them over the talk <laughs>
1: basically to stall for time and then you see a and a bunch of detectives come in and you know they're like all right shit's gonna go down then the lights go out and they and go to clarissa was, and they're like was, it, what the it, fuck it, are you doing Clarissa's like that's not me
2: yeah, and Polka's like, that's not me either.
1: That's not me either. Polka um, grabs Mitsumi and was like, hey, um, like, we're going to get out of here. I'll hold my hand. And then he stops in his tracks. He's like, what the fuck is that with his evil eye? And then Clarissa lights up the uh the bar and you see like this creepy, like twisty, like Orochimaru looking motherfucker come from the Levins, ceiling. Yep. And it's Lemmings who's earlier in the episode. He was like described as like this creepy little fuck that's like super duper powerful. And he like kills people for fun and all this shit. And so we get the introduction of Lemmings into the uh, the equation.
2: So shit will go down there. Can't wait. can wait either. All right. Yuri is my job.
1: Go ahead, Matt. This is a good it, episode, though.
2: This was this was definitely a good episode. Yes. Um, basically picked up where we left off, where they, uh, we had the flashback. But mm-hmm. we get a little bit more on Yano's side. Yes. Uh, basically, like how she was told about uh, the famous Hime. And when she saw Hime again... At the cafe, like the first time, mm-hmm. she was like, "She should know it was hurt for a second. Then she does, yeah, and then she starts actually feeling happy, like not angry or anything. Like she was actually happy that like, she was like, "She's here," basically, yeah. And then you see that attitude change, and you see why she's mad because basically he may forgot her, yeah, like didn't recognize her or anything, yeah. So this upsets her, and that's why she's in this foul mood, yeah. Like, I like, 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 like I wasn't really a friend and all this. Yeah. Uh, basically, the cafe is going on for the rest of the day, and Yano and Hime, they're not clicking at all. Yeah. And it gets to the point where sparks flared a little bit, and basically, it's like, all right, break it up. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> right, right. So, Hime, so the ship's over. Hime tells kan- uh, Kanako, like, hey, that that was Yano, that was the one that exposed me.
1: Yeah.
2: And then Kanaka's like, so you don't have to try hard for her to like you anymore, right?
1: Just be you. Just tap yep. your facade up.
2: Yeah, but she, she can't she she can't.
1: Yep, she's broken. And
2: she's like, basically she goes again like, why do you hate me? Why did you betray me? type of thing. Yeah. Uh Sumika is trying to get information out of both of them. Yeah. It's unfortunately it's not working. When Sumika was right, try to talk to Hime, even though Yano's behind the curtain. And then basically he says, "Hey, okay, so what's, what's going to happen? Um, either you get along, or we're breaking up the relationship between." You. Yep. And and when you do that, it's basically you're fired, or everyone looks down. Yep. All the customers, the staff in character. Yep. Like that's it. So they, uh, Yano and Hime, they get they uh, talk in the they talk in the in the saloon. Yep. And basically, Yano talks first about like how oh you betrayed me, you left me, but like you quit piano on me. Yep. And then he may, she like she pours her heart out. Was like I did it for you type of thing. Yep. Like I didn't want to. Like like this like Yano was starting to get the idea of like so she did it for me type of thing. Yep. Like what the fuck? And as everything was about to resolve we hear a knock on the door as one of the fucking customers.
1: Yep. And he's like, hey, I lost my umbrella.
2: So so he ruined the moment. She sees Hime in her cheerful mood like nothing happened. Yep. And Yano just dropped the conversation. Yep. So Yano and Hime, they do the practice rehearsal. Yep. They're back in sync. And then you see Hime being upset after. Yep. Is like and say and Sam Vlajano like she wanted to, like was it real or is it just another facade? And when he made talk to her like I wanted it to be fake, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So, things, got, things definitely heated up there, and fuck that guy for ruining the moments. Yeah. Very very fun episode though.
1: You know this I'm, is it's getting I, better. I,
2: I'm, I'm glad it's picking up.
1: Yeah, I am too. Especially if you forced me to pick it back up. I could have been watching Skip and Loafer or Yamato. Uh,
2: you yeah, you should be watching one of those, but you know what though? We're, now we're actually given a fair chance. So
1: I just you know, I just wish there would be some like actual like lesbianism going on.
2: Maybe near the end.
1: I just think it's gonna be like they're gonna be friends. Everybody's gonna be friends.
2: Yeah uh, there's gotta be some romance.
1: I still think uh, by the way, the fucking the other girl, the Jairu, she's hot as fuck. Yes. She is super hot, bro. It's too bad she's in high school because I oh she wasn't. <laughs> Naughty things. Naughty fucking things.
2: Uh this one I forgot a little bit, so you're gonna refresh my memory. Insomniacs after school.
1: Oh, I'll be happy to, sir.
2: Yes, go ahead. This is okay. your baby.
1: It is my baby. I love I love Insomniacs. Actually, just... no,
2: it's really good. It's I am sad that it might not be Top five.
1: I am too. Yeah, I just I don't it, it, it
2: still can, it's still can. It's just gonna be very hard.
1: I really don't see it. I love the shit out of it, and I just don't see it, honestly, all things considered. So
2: it, it, it'll definitely get some awards, though.
1: Oh, yeah, I think it will. Yeah. Um. All right. So the episode starts off basically with Ganta taking pictures one night, uh, from his bout or from like a random location. And basically, when he can't sleep, he's going out on his own to try and like practice taking pictures. Uh. Yeah, from there, the yeah. From there, um, what's it called? We see another scene from at uh, the next morning where the girl they, they I guess everybody's finished their testing and the girls are like having boba tea, and they um are just talking whatever and basically. Uh Isaki tells the girls like, Hey, by the way, like I'm in astronomy club. They're like, Oh, I thought there was an astronomy club. They're like, Oh, I'm with uh I'm with Ganta, and you know, we brought it back up. They're like, Oh Ganta. (laughs) No, it's only one in particular.
2: I know. Was it um Mina?
1: Uh give me a moment, I don't know. Black hair? No, she's got like uh blonde hair. Mina is indifferent. Yeah, it's yeah, it's makoto or Makoto yeah anyway so she's like ugh and you know you could tell by the scene that she's I have a feeling that she kind of likes him because she has like this competition thing going on with him throughout yeah, this, this
2: it's like the yeah like someone car. she looks up to wants to surpass
1: yeah I think she kind of likes him too we're gonna see that later on in the season I think but anyway so she's like ugh that fucking loser and they're like no like you know he's just he's a nice guy Whatever. So she starts saying like, hey, we're going to do this event. You know, it's going to be a, an event at the school. We're going to watch an astronaut, like a, a shooting star thing or whatever. And they're like, all the girls are like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Right. All good. Meanwhile, um, her and one of the other girls, right, Isaki and one of the girls are talking about the upcoming fireworks festival. And they're like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, you, it's a really good place to go on dates da da. da, da. And she's like, oh, I don't think he'll be interested. Like, oh, you sound like you have a guy that you're going to go with. Like, no, 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 no and the girl's like hmm i wonder what guy that is ganta anyway uh, from there the uh, the school is talking about their uh, the field trip right and so basically um they're like oh you know we got we're going in alphabetical order and ganta's stuck with like the class loudmouth and him they don't get along just cuz of their personalities right um and so basically one night we see um ganta go out and he gets a call from his best friend And he's like, hey, sorry, I couldn't allow the cameras on the uh, on the school trip. And he's like, oh, you know, it is what it is. He's like, listen, he's like, you didn't hear this from me, but just don't get caught with your camera if you decide to fucking bring it, you know? And he's like, all right. And he's like, are you out right now? He's like, yeah, but I'm going home. I can't take pictures outside in the night. And apparently there's a rule in the town or in the school that they can't be out at night. So he's rushing on his bike, rushing on his bike, rushing on his bike, rushing on his bike. But the fucking guy who's there, he notices him. And he's like, ah, oh. and again, I don't remember his name. But anyway, the guy notices him the next day. um, He goes to take a piss and the guy joins him in the, in the stall or not in the stall, rather that's, that's gay <laughs> in the bathroom and was like, Hey, I saw you out at night with a backpack full of shit, looking pretty sus. And gone looks like he's about to fucking punch this motherfucker.
2: He's like, Hey, so you're the straight A student, but uh you have yeah. kind of a badass in real life, huh? You've yeah. Right.
1: Badass. And he's like, so you're going to snitch on me. He's like, nah, cause I was out too. I'm not going to incriminate myself. So you're good. And then literally Uh, the toilet flushes and there's a teacher that was taking a shit. And he's like, what an interesting conversation I overheard. He's like, come with me me to the teacher's office. So they go to the office, they apologize. And basically Gonta has to tell this teacher too, like, hey, you know, I struggle with sleeping at night. So that's why I was out. And he's like, oh, he's like, you should work out. He's like, the more you work out, the tired you'll be. You'll go to sleep. And he's like, and if you can't fall asleep, force yourself to sleep. He's like, if you don't sleep at night, you're a fucking weirdo and he basically that's basically what he said and he yeah. starts thinking about Isaki in the same way and he's like you asshole and he yeah, right to the teacher's flipped. like oh my god he fucking flipped like he went he went full fucking uh what's his face he went full Ishikawa's like school shooter mode there like you fucking asshole and we don't know what happened afterwards no right? i
2: think i think i started talking to
1: yeah, you gotta start talking too. Like,
2: hey, if it happens again, I'll cancel your class.
1: Basically, so I skip the scene, but this is, we can go backwards. It in t-
2: it. This ties into
1: it. It ties into it, yeah. So basically, we see um, earlier in the episode, um, Ganta goes out to uh, see sensei or the senpai rather, senpai. Yeah. So he goes out to the senpai. They're going through the, they're going through all the pictures he took, so we can get more advice on how to take better pictures. And she teaches him how to build a tent. And she's like, oh, you got the tent down. Now you got to tear it down, right? So he like goes in the tent and he's like all like flustered because he's pissed off because he can't take good photos. And somebody starts like rushing the tent. And keep in mind, his best friend um, had gone with him. And so he's like, yo, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Basically. And he pops his head out and he sees uh, Isaki there. And Isaki uh, was like, yo. So they go over to the uh to the place and his friend, by the way, he's a good friend. He's like, oh, he's like three's a crowd. Not going to block that dips. He goes back to town on his bike anyway. So they go into into uh, Senpai's apartment and they start talking about the pictures and whatnot. He starts going through the uh, she starts going through his notebook. and sees there's like a bunch of fucking notes and was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, this is a lot. He's like, oh, I'm just trying to get it right. Da da da. And so they are trying to... He's like, oh, well, let's kill some time. Let's make some posters. And they go back and forth. They can't get any posters really done. And then... um, What's it called? Ganta, of all people, was like, hey, um, there's a fireworks festival. You want to go with me? To take pictures only. Just to take pictures. And it's not a date. We're just going to take pictures. And it flusters Isaki, but Isaki immediately says yes. And so... You know, they're going back and forth about what, you know, the night's going to be. And meanwhile, they see Senpai, the cat, the door is partially open. The cat's going over to the door and you see Senpai like, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt this conversation, but she's like flustered because she's socially awkward. So that was cute and funny. Uh, from there, basically, uh, what else was done? Rainin'. Oh. Yeah, it's raining. It is raining. That's what the yeah, you are yeah, right. For, yeah, for yeah,
2: for the for the event that they uh that the club was hosting.
1: Yeah, so it's rain No, it's not for the club. It's not for the event. This was later. Okay. So, it's raining and they're in the uh they're in the um the astronomy club and Misaki makes a, or not Misaki, well, wow, Isaki makes a bunch of like little like charms, right, to like make sure the rain goes away. And so, you know, Ganta's in a bad mood because of everything that happened that day with with the teacher, and was like, I don't know why you're doing this, da da da, da. Like, she's like, oh, you just smile. She's like, listen, and she yeah, grabs he, his hands.
2: Yeah, he, plus, he's also mad about the rain because basically, yeah, we, we won't be able to take pictures. I won't be yeah.
1: able to. He's like, listen, if, the, if she grabs his hands, if it clears up, we're gonna make a promise. We're gonna meet at night secretly on the beach, and we're gonna look at the stars and take pictures. Okay. And she's like, you should make a charm, too. So he makes a little ugly little charm. And eventually when she's done, uh, when Asaki's done, she looks over at Ganta and Ganta's knocked the fuck out. Like he fell asleep. He's the rain. He's chilling. And it's a really, really sweet moment between them. She tries to wake him up very gently and he doesn't wake up. So she crawls next to him and puts her ear on his back and she calms herself down and she starts to hear his heartbeat. And right. she has some sort of like we get this in episode one when they first sneak out and she puts her 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 ear to his chest and hears his heartbeat. Like she kind of loses herself in like some sort of like space type of thing. So she like has like an out of body experience and listening to his heart. And she be, she right. basically lays down next to him. She's relaxed and she be, she falls asleep right next to him. And the final words of the episodes is, yeah, I love listening to uh, Ganta's heartbeat. Listening to his heartbeat really is the best uh thing yep. for sleep. That was so fucking adorable. That was that was cute. That yo, that made me squeal. I'm not gonna front. I squealed a little bit. I Like, oh my god.
2: That was <laughs> so
1: fucking cute, dude. Uh <sighs> great episode.
2: All right. Speaking of not cute, Demon Slayer, that fish is ugly. That CGI fish is fucking ugly.
1: Yeah. It's a it's a magic harp on fucking like on uh what kind of drugs. No ecstasy is a fun drug, dude. What do you mean? Like, no, ass is fun. It's like fentanyl.
2: Uh, but yeah, what you call it, Uh t- Muichiru, I believe the uh, Miss Hashira. Yeah. We picked where that off. He was saving the kid.
1: Yep. Whew.
2: Does this thing kills that ugly fish?
1: But it regenerates.
2: Yep. There's more. There's, wait, there's
1: more. But wait, there's more.
2: But aside of that though, th- this the main episode focuses on Tanjiro's fights. With one of the uh, with one of the split personalities,
1: all done with tequila. Yeah,
2: all done with tequila. All right, Dex,
1: gotta buy more. Fuck me.
2: But yeah, um, Tadros getting his ass whooped as always with the uh, with the upper move four, one of the one that flies. I forgot yes. his name. Mm-hmm. Is he Joy or? Yeah, it's Joy. Yeah, Karaku.
1: That's Joy. Um, uh, what's his face? Anger,
2: the... sadness, mm-hmm. and excitement, or whatever.
1: No, it's uh, Joy sadness anger and excuse me i think it is my might be like excitement or something anyway you're right no so what's his face the other the other guy i forget his name um that
2: fish from the the jujito movies
1: no not the fish movie where the fuck is um yeah kanaku is the one tanjiro's facing sad uh nezuku's facing angry and tanjiro's facing joy and then there's like a fourth one that's he's there. I think he's just there.
2: Oh no! The, no the no the angry one is the one that's in the middle, yelling at both of them.
1: <laughs> ah, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, he, he, he was yelling at sadness to kill Genya. I was like, oh, I'm getting to it. Don't yell at me.
1: Yeah, well, Genya's
2: alive with the Glock. <laughs> he goes again. Bang! Bang! Headshot. But no nope. I laughed.
1: They said like, oh, they said like uh, fire breathing, fire dancing, human breathing. Gat, <laughs>
2: that's fucking, that fucking Glock breathing. We to yeah, fucking, with his special Nietzsche in bullets, but no, again, yeah, he does. He just starts like doing a random chance as he's doing it.
1: And the first yeah. one, when he's done, he basically teleports behind fucking, uh sadness, cuts his head off, doesn't do much, you know. Yeah,
2: and uh, on the other side, Nezuko, Nezuko got stabbed, yep, by the staff. <laughs>
1: No, at first uh, he had, no. At first she had like she was like, "All right, I'm done playing." It was the other. Like, it was excitement. Oh, the like, other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done playing. He's like, "Oh, like he like, I, he excites me more." So he excites me more because he's like a fighter. But Nezuko manages to use her blood demon art, catches him on like demon fire, takes his fan, blows him the fuck away, and yep. then now so it becomes anger there. versus Nezuko.
2: Yeah, that fucking anger grabs his pole, stabs her in the mouth, in the
1: fucking throat.
2: Yeah, and just does lightning.
1: Yeah, and, and she's, so she's and the lightning is to, so powerful, starting to crack her neck, crack her neck, crack her neck, crack her neck, like it's gonna come off. And of course, she's the normal demon, yeah. so if, like so she gets what's going head, on
2: Tangero. He's uh, figured out their patterns. Basically, cut the tongue. Yeah, makes them weak
1: a bit from Joy.
2: Yeah, well, no. At I'll first, be. he
1: had cut that. He had cut the talons, and right. then he cut the talon again, but they became weaker. And he's like, oh, they can't split off anymore. So there's the four. Yeah, basically,
2: it's, it's just the four, yeah.
1: It's the four emotions. They can't. And, and when you cut them, they get weaker. So and he's like, oh, you have to cut them in the tongue. So he's the one who figures that out.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, always got to
1: mention that. What's his dick? That uh Mushiro was able to cut the vase. And he, that's the weakness for the vase one. You have to basically cut the base. Yeah, the upper five. Like, the upper five. Yeah, you have to cut the vase. Um, but then we'll talk about that toward the end, but, yeah, um, that,
2: that's more towards the end. Yeah.
1: That's more toward the end. But in any case, yeah. So we see Tanjiro basically getting his ass kicked against fucking joy, just getting his ass kicked. And then he finally figures out the tongue trick and he's like, all right. So he manages to cut the tongue and manages to fly back.
2: Oh, it's to... pleasure. That's what it is.
1: Pleasure.
2: Yes. It yeah, pleasures the yellow one. Okay. Ow. But yeah, uh, basically, eventually Tanjiro, we, he, yes. he, he goes to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, he flies over using, like, the he controls his body. He flies through the fucking roof, basically. Busts yeah. through, and now he's back in the battle. He sees Nezuko's about to get his ass kicked. And simultaneously, while he fucking busted the roof, he cuts the talon off of Joy.
2: Yeah, but we don't see that.
1: We don't see that at first. Goes toward Anger and touches Anger, with the uh, with, who's uh, exhibiting the, uh, the lightning. And he's like, oh, yeah. I can't electrocute myself. He figured that out. Like, wow, he can think ahead of, in battle. Like, he's a smart one, yeah. and so he manages to fucking like subdue anger briefly. He cuts him in the in the mouth, and, yeah, and then free briefly. Nezuko. Free Nezuko, and then uh what's it called? Of course, it's now the,
2: that, that now we get to the other side.
1: <laughs> yeah, now we get to the other side. As all this is happening, uh we see basically. Well, we've got to say the battle still commences. The battle still commences between the two of them, between all of them. Right, and then the end episode really ends with um the townspeople. They wake up and they're like, "Ding ding 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 ding!" ding, ding like, ding, hey, ding, ding, town's ding, under ding. attack! Town's <laughs> under attack! Town's under attack!" And the townspeople can't do shit against these fish. There's a bunch of fish demons with the vase, bunch of them. They're just all attacking, destroying the town. And the episode ends with the love Hashira yeah, being guided to the town by its crow. So enter the this, love. This, Hashira.
2: Was, this was okay episode. It
1: was cool. It was cool. We forgot to mention about uh, Mudichiro um he had a flashback to him being young with the master yeah, and the master yeah, like, had told him i guess like he was wounded. in some sort of like horrible battle and he was very wounded and yeah. he lost memory and he's like don't worry your old memories are going to come and he's like they'll come out of nowhere and he just and he remembers that flashback so it's basically like inside of um mushiro's heart he's very like he's starting to like change because then it all started with uh with uh tanjiro yeah so that's really cool
2: that's cool all right, moving on, my home hero.
1: Tense. So tense.
2: Kyochi's betrayal of the organization got him to deer shit.
1: No, he didn't betray them. He hasn't betrayed them yet, but he he's been working on his own. He's been going. Yeah, on his own but it's own
2: it's not working out in his favor.
1: So basically the episode starts off the, the lone the gunman from the other gang gets shot in the head by the underboss, um Kyoichi's boss. And from there uh, Kubo. Kubo. So they basically treat Kyoichi at the scene, right? And they they take out the bullet from his chest and they're like, oh, you know, you had the other one. And he's just screaming in agony, just screaming in agony because he's got no like anesthesia, no numbing, no nothing. Yep. And they staple him up same way. He's just staple, staple, staple. While he's just, and he's just screaming his ass off, screaming his ass off. And Tetsuo like begins to pass out from it. But they force Tetsuo at gunpoint to basically next to the dead body. And he's like, oh, hello. Oh, my name is Tetsuo Tetsuya. And I uh, killed this man. Yay.
2: Yep. And they're like, you're going to use it as more blackmail. Yeah, it's not looking good for him.
1: Not at all. Yeah, he gets home at three in the morning. His wife is like, all right, what the fuck is going on? Like, I told you, like, I'm down with the shits. Let me be down with the shits, nigga. Let's go. Like, I'm with it. What do you need me to do?
2: He's still like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because again, he doesn't want want to deal with all this shit. Yeah. But, you know, the wife's like, yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah. Uh, but now she must convince him to order to not lead in towards the organization.
1: Yep.
2: Oh, sorry. It was, yeah, we talked about how they met at a drama club 21 years ago. Yeah. So that was that was their encounter
1: together. Yeah, we get flashback for them. He's been like a very eccentric type of character and such, you know.
2: That's what made her fall for him.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, because Tetsuo was the complete opposite. Basically, he's always been yeah. I,
2: that, there's there's mystery to him.
1: Yeah, and we find out he's six years older. So yep. he's, a, he's he's is forty seven. He's forty seven, and uh, she's uh, huh.
2: So he's forty seven. She's forty one.
1: Yeah, correct. Yep. Kasan. Anyway, yeah. so they come up with a, with a plan. Like, hey, let's get, uh, let's get, uh, this guy. Uh, his name's Suji or some shit. Which one? The 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 guy that they're with. Yo, why the fuck is my back itched? The fuck I took a shower today. So Jesus Christ. Ben? Ben.
2: Not Ben. Uh, the guy. The flat haircut.
1: No, I'm talking about the the childhood or the college friend. I think it's like, like, like Suji or something.
2: I know who you're talking about, but I forgot his name. Yeah, I think it's Tabata.
1: Tabata, that's him.
2: Yeah, Yeah, Tabata. Or is it Hibiki?
1: Oh, it's it's Tabata. Tabata Tabata-san. Okay. It's Tabata-san. Anyway, so Tabata-san, like, get him to, like, let's produce, like, some sort of, like, one-minute little shot, and I'm going to post it on his Twitter. I'm going to try and gain access to his Twitter. Okay, I'll handle that. So we see everything happening with Tabata. So there's nothing really too crazy about that basically. The only thing that is of significance is basically Tabata asks Kasan like, "Hey, are you happy?" And they he, she starts thinking about all of their life. She's like, "You know, hey, you know, we're not the we're not living the best life, but you know, I love him. I have a beautiful daughter. I can't see life without them, so I am happy no matter what." Yeah. And they go back and forth on some random shit, but that's whatever. Meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, Tetsuo is basically trying to gain access to the account, trying to gain access. She, he's working with Hibiki. Trying to figure out like what to do, what to do, what to do. Eventually, um, she he she gives him a old phone of his, and the old phone has the Twitter account in it, but he doesn't know the password. So he's like, "Fuck, I need to reset the password." So he goes to reset the password, and there's a security question that says, "What, what is name. what is your pet's name?" Starts asking Habiki pet. He didn't have no fucking pet, so he's trying to like figure out, trying to figure out where the fuck am I gonna go? What am I gonna do? So she's like, "What about places that he visited?" And she's like, well, he used to go to this bar often. So he goes to the bar and in hopes of trying to ask the bartender, like, what do you know if he had a pet or something? And he encounters his father unknowingly.
2: Yep. Uh, Yoshitatsu.
1: Yep. And the father, they have a conversation. It's very awkward. And then the father basically describes like his heartache that he's going through. And he's like, what if, like, how would you feel if, you know, like if something really bad happened to your child, like, what would you do? And yeah. Tetsuo's you know, honest, and he's like, you know, I'd have to know the circumstances. Da da da. He's like, Oh, you'd still want to know the circumstances? I don't care what happened to my kid. I'd kill whoever killed my kid and their family. Yep. And he's like, Uh, okay, this is a fucking weird thing. It and is. so he so Yoshitatsu leaves, and he's like, Before he leaves, he's like, What's your name? And he gets nervous. Tetsuo gets nervous and he names he says Tabata's name. Yeah. And he's like, Tabata, huh? Okay. Walks away. After a while, he walks away. He asks the bartender, like, hey, I need to talk about this kid. And he's like, oh, you should have asked the guy that you just said. That's his father. And he's like, what? Yep. What the fuck? He runs out the diner looking for him and he's gone. And the episode ends with Yoshitatsu saying, "Tabita, huh? That's oh, a lie.
2: So he knows, yeah. Yeah. Already. Oh, man. Good episode. Yeah. Alright, moving on. Heavenly Delusion. Weird. It is weird. Um, uh, Kiriko and Maru, they're at this uh safe haven town. Uh, what you call it? Name? Uh, Kiriko. Uh, basically trying to sell a CD. They like, oh, if it works, I'll give you four hundred thousand. <laughs> Does not work. Fucking nope. error. At the arcade, Maru's at the arcade playing this game. A couple of delinquents uh, go up to Maru. A... so Maru's like oh hi type of fade like ignoring them basically. Are you ever, you ever like someone? You find out that they're a dude inside.
1: No. And we're like, what? No. What the fuck? No.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So like, like, we're here to beat you up, kid. Like, but But uh, he kicks all
1: their asses. Yeah, Maro's a fighter.
2: Yeah, despite Maro losing a two. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's like fighting, holding them off. One of the guy comes up, but Kiriko sees this, and this rat ass kicks this one guy. Yep. Not knowing what's going on. Yep. (laughs) So all that happens, like, what the fuck? Uh, so basically, they're at this uh, hideout in the hotel. Uh, Maru's talking about his flashback again, about his uh, past, mm-hmm. where he was. And while Maru was, was talking to Kiriko, it's like, why, why are you telling me to bring this up again? Because I told you already. I told you multiple times. Yeah. Basically, the more you talk about it, the more you like remember stuff around it, like surroundings, clues. Because Maru doesn't have good memory around when he got separated from everybody
1: right right right
2: to find said place yeah so all that is going on
1: then we get we don't get to school yet right no well no around this time it kind of does happen it does happen okay
2: okay so we get to uh tokyo and the, and the others yeah uh, they want to do stuff for the, the one that's sick
1: yes yeah, taro taro taro
2: yeah, basically, like they're they're doing all these activities outside for Taro, like maybe it'll mm-hmm. help him feel better. But he dies. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, that everyone higher ups are are informed about it. So this is the second death that happened in this place.
1: Yep. The first Hispanic person hung U. themselves. Yep. Which we don't see until like that flashback.
2: Yeah. Uh, from Cuckoo asked, was it the guy that was it one of the guys that found out?
1: The white hair kid. Kona, Kona, Kona. Yeah. Yep.
2: And now now the higher ups, the teachers, all oh, they're at a panic. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? It's like, are, are you telling me everyone else? Is, like, is anyone else getting sick? Basically?
1: Yeah. And meanwhile, we see um, before that, before um, before uh, what's his face dies, um, one of the doctors is looking at the at the children and notices mm-hmm. a footprint on the wall. And starts questioning where the footprint came from. Where the footprint came from. But
2: we know it's from one of the girls. <laughs> it's from yeah, it's from one of the girls. Andrew,
1: yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so um, that happens. They start asking about like you know the second um, second thing um, about the second suicide or the first suicide, and they're like, well, the f- suicide is our fault. We inundated them with too much information. They c- they couldn't handle it, and she offed herself. Yeah. So that's on us. That's a, that. She, her death is our blame. This sickness is not. They're like, where is the sickness coming from? Well, they're like, well, we we made these children to be immune to every sort of disease that's known. So if they get afflicted with a disease we don't know, they're gonna die.
2: So they're so she's like, well, find it. Start we'll making find, cures.
1: Yeah, start making cures. Yeah. and now and we get that, back. To- no, that that part ends. I was with, saying we're
2: getting, we're going back to the other group.
1: No, 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 no. You, you're skipping the other part. Because you can you can do that before you get to the other part. You can say what the final piece of the... Uh, oh, okay, of the well, that,
2: yeah, because it happens at the end, but we, we can get that out of the way real quick. Yeah, you
1: can get that out of the way really quick. Um, Where's... Uh, Tokyo. Tokyo starts throwing up yep. and starts wondering, like, oh, am I getting sick too?
2: Or she's just mourning for her friends.
1: <laughs> no, I think there's something more going on. But on say, I,
2: side I, side. I think it is that, though, but it's just more of...
1: Yeah. Oh, we forgot the other piece of that. Before the throwing up part from Tokyo... Um they cremate um the, the dead boy's uh the dead boy's body and they rush into the director's office like and she's in the middle mo- well, of mourning herself. That,
2: that actually was after. That actually was after. Was that the, after?
1: Yeah, they, they talked about
2: cremated, but we don't we don't see what happened after the cremation after he after she up. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you,
1: uh, you yeah, want to save yeah, it?
2: We yeah, we we say that for the end, yeah.
1: All right, fine, that's fine.
2: Because that was that did happen at the end. All right, fine, fine. Uh, yes, uh, Kiriko wakes up, tells Maru like, "Hey, I'm going into town for basically get information, sell some stuff." Because the hotel they were staying in it was a shit ton of bucks. Yeah. So basically, make some money. Yeah. And Kiriko's talking to herself that, "Oh my Maru!" Like, like she's impressed because the the delinquents were like looking for Maru for like payback. Yeah. But they they don't want to, but the leader does. Mm-hmm. Say, "Oh, that's my Maru." Like, mm-hmm. wait, why did I say that? Yeah, because she's like, I I know I'm gonna be alone again once I drop him off. I'm just a bodyguard.
1: She's starting to catch something. Meanwhile, yeah. um, she arrives back at the, uh, at yeah. the apartment. And Maru's Maru. gone. We... <laughs> she's like, Maru, Maru, Maru. D- a panic attack.
2: Yeah, the door opens. It's like, what? <laughs> you told me to hide.
1: Yeah. They, like, oh, were why are there? we
2: hiding in there? Oh they they no, nothing. no, there's nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing yep, to be seen.
1: Opens the door. Playboy magazine. It's a porno mag. Yeah. And oh,
2: so you're you just so you're just whacking it up. So
1: yeah, but then like they have like a nice moment where they hug. He starts
2: getting upset. And it's like, yeah, oh. she
1: cries and he hugs her and like it's okay, like it's okay. And she goes, I feel something hard. You're like, well, you interrupted me halfway. <laughs> halfway. I mean, there's nothing halfway. <laughs>
2: but so we funny. find. But that we now we find out Kiriko has a map. Where basically, hey, I, I, I I sold some stuff, but I bought a map. Yeah. There's, still, there's already stuff around it. Like, there's a, hey, this is a water safe, like 50%. There's one that's 100%. They talk about like where they want to go next. Then they hear a knock on the door.
1: Yep. And it's the guy from the boat. Yep. And he's trying to basically get to a doctor to give a piece of the dead fish that they had.
2: Yeah, the the man-eater thing. The man-eater. Basically, like, yeah, I want to get to this and... Kiriko, he's like, you said, doctor. Like, is it him? is like, oh, I don't know. I haven't met him, but I know they need this type of stuff. It's like
1: the Order of, like, Phoenix or something. Some shit like that. I don't know if Phoenix is Harry Potter. But it's like the Order of something.
2: Yes, uh, so basically all this going on, but he pulls the thing out. It's already deteriorated in in this. So now he's like, oh, shit, that's all my... It's all wasted. So Kiriko gives him a lot of money. Like, I just want the information. I just want to know where this place is. Yep, yep. Like I don't care about that. Just take me this letters of where I'm going. Yep. So that's when Kiriko and Maru they're gonna venture out and also also collect the 100 percent water for themselves.
1: Yep, yep, yep. And then we, Vito, go back-
2: then we go back to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, then we go back to them. We see the Tokito throwing up, and then after that's happening um they cremate the body and the director is in mourning and the doctor one of the doctors is like you need to see this they're like what's so important like tell me later no you need to see this so they bring up the body and you see basically there's some bones left and some ashes but there's a black heart some sort of black item that was discovered from the burning that survived the burning
2: like wow okay that's interesting
1: piece of the man eater yep I don't know why I'm getting a fucking headache and mouth falling You
2: see a headache in your eye?
1: <laughs> yeah, like I feel eye pressure.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, eye pressure. Uh,
2: well, we got four more. So,
1: imagine how fast this would have been if you hadn't missed 50 minutes.
2: I know, right? 40 minutes. <laughs> now we we would have been less than two hours.
1: Maybe so or far. Right, one so so But no, well at least you know the positive thing is the live stream is going to be that long, but the uh, the podcast itself, once Sean splices uh 42 yeah. minutes off of it.
2: Yeah. Yes. Go, man, guys. All right. Moving on. Doctor Stone.
1: Another great episode. Doctor Stone is on fire. This is the best season since season one, without a doubt, for me.
2: Uh, basically, it's time to build the boat. The but they're ship. struggling
1: to build the boat.
2: Yep. It's like it's too big, basically. That's what she said. Yep. But yeah, it's too big. Uh, people are are having a hard time keeping it up, keeping it balanced. Yep. But Ryusei. Has an idea, basically build a model ship of it.
1: Yep. And we get a flashback of him, of him growing up, basically, where he, um, he gets, he's a little, he's definitely fucking spoiled because he's like, oh, you're being a dick. So because you're being a dick, we're going to, we're going to lower your allowance to 1 million yen a year. And all the the fucking names are like, only.
2: Yeah. So basically, he uses this to basically make a name for himself instead of just, yeah,
1: he makes a company out of it. He yes. he, tra- he trades stocks, makes more money, and anything that he can't attain, he makes a company to attain it. Yeah, which is pretty fucking ingenuity. It's like pretty ingenious when you think about oh, it. Oh yeah,
2: I agree. And, then, and all uh, of the
1: adults like in the company are pissed off, like this little piece of shit. They're like, asking, asking, they're asking,
2: they're asking Francois, like, they're so like, François, how do you feel? Give us your it,
1: honest opinion. Speak. And she's like, he, "What's he, not he, my opinion? He, to like just fucking tell us." And she's like, he's not self-indulgent. He's just, you know, he wants what he wants and he does whatever he needs to do to watch. But you guys don't see the time and effort that he puts in to get to what he wants. It's not a simple it's not simply a matter of he gets what he wants. And he mentions he's like, you know, you guys tell him to stop while he's ahead to stop while you're ahead means to basically quit before you get hurt. And sure, you can avoid that. But you don't ever achieve your true greatness if that's your old mentality.
2: And this is their whole greed equals justice. Yeah.
1: And he gets and you see him get a yacht. He finally gets a yacht. And that night that he gets the yacht, Francois goes in to give him dinner and sees that he's meticulously building a scale of the exact yacht. And she goes to him and is like, dude, you just got a fucking yacht. Why are you building a scale of the yacht? And he's just like, yeah, that's just me. I'm the greediest man. I want everything. And so, so,
2: because, yeah, so we have flash forward, we and saying Senku, they basically had that same idea of building a model ship.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they said, we're going to build the model ship, we're going to take each piece apart and then we're going to handcraft that specific piece and yep. it's going to take time. And, and so basically and it, it,
2: it'll make it easier for them to build it.
1: Yeah, and so you get a time lapse of a year. It takes them a full calendar year from the time they devise this in the, in like the end of fall till yep. they get to the end of fall the following year and you see them all like partake in sports and do a bunch of stuff. Like the, every, all the villagers get closer and we see who's the, the, the journalist lady. Not you. The fuck is she? Not me. Not you. Then who? who? Uh, Minami. Who? Who? Minami. She starts to get emotional at various points. Cause she's like, this is going to be like the last year that we're all together. And so uh, flash forward a year later, the ship is made and she wants everybody to gather in a photo. And she begins to ball And she's like, this will be the last photo that we ever take with all of us together. I want it to mean something. And Senku's like, what are you, stupid? Like, we're going to be back. We're going to 100%. We're we're, we're 10 million percent going to find everything. We're 10 million percent going to return home. All of us. And we'll be able to take pictures and be together. And so the plan that was devised is basically, there's going to be a specific set of people on the ship. And long story short, it's all the main characters of the show. All the main characters on the show are on the ship. And but, all but, yeah, but,
2: but Ginro says no, we're like, oh I'm not ready type of thing.
1: Yeah, so Ginro stays and all the other main characters on the ship, the other people that remain are gonna be part of like an infrastructure team. And their job is to basically start building fucking uh the new uh the new 22nd century, right? Building things the way that they were before, like with the skyscrapers and all of that infrastructure, yep. the whole thing. So that's but, their responsibility. Yeah,
2: but they were like, Oh, wait, what about the, the prisoners? Yeah, they're like, oh, they're already on the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they wait, like, why? Like, well, if we have to fight, we're gonna need these two. Yep. so yeah. Uh, Hyoga and uh, Homura hum- are coming along this trip too. And then uh, Ginro, he sees that everyone's leaving and he jumps out of the water like he jumps down into the water. He's acting like, oh, let me go, let me go. But no, it's all an act.
1: It's an all an act. He's like I get the best of both worlds, I look like I want to go. And if I don't get if I don't get the go because the ship's heading, he <laughs> tried, and he pictures himself being the king of the village, yeah, and, with and Nanami course... and the other girl, like on his like, on his dick, just like I love you, you're so brave, yeah. But
2: of course, it, they get the sun or like, Oh, someone's coming over I'm sure. fucking
1: Taiju, yeah. there's like teleport swimming, Taiju, just like ah. Yes, I was like, what the? fuck? He, he could beat Michael person. Phelps, fucking swimming in the ocean. To fucking yeah, and then him. brings
2: it back into the it into the boat, and then uh Kane Rose like, Oh, I knew you wouldn't believe me in all this, like
1: yeah. Oh, I knew you'd come. Yep. In his yes. best Paul Vera voice.
2: Yeah, and now the adventure begins.
1: <laughs> yes, very solid. Solid ship pretty badass too, and everything So It was it was dope.
2: Right. All right, Hell's Paradise. good. Do you remember? Because you saw us recently, so you probably remember. I just saw it like three hours so ago. You, so you probably have a fresher memory of it than I do.
1: Yeah, I got a fresher memory. So oh, basically yeah. the episode starts off with um I don't just don't know their character names. Give me a second.
2: Uh Sagiri.
1: Sagiri. So the episode starts off with Sagiri waking up and they basically go over the plan of what it is. And basically Gabimaru and another um, another dude. Um out the other
2: know? Was it was an, was an executioner or yeah the
1: Sinome the big the big tall fucker with the chains around his neck looking like fucking uh, Makabe Togi.
2: Uh Roku Rota?
1: Hmm? no I think it starts with a G.
2: Starts with G. Genji? Genji. Yes.
1: Yes. Hold on. Mwahaha. Sorry I'm sending text message. Anyway. Um
2: Genji and Senta, yes.
1: Yeah, Genji. So Genji was like, Oh, you're awake. And basically Genji went out with Gabimaro to search the island for food and things that they can try and eat. And so they get a little lay of the land. They're like, we found nothing that's related to the elixir stone um, and all of the um, there is edible stuff. All of it is native to Japan. There's some non-native species and they think like, oh, there's another island nearby that might be native to there. Like, okay, whatever. It is what it is. Right. So as they're having like dinner and talking over the plans of various stuff, um we see uh genji and Sigiri have a conversation and basically genji is like hey you're a woman you should go back you should yeah, go big have- leave yeah. now <laughs> you're not built for this like yeah your blade skills are exceptional but they're not made for combat they're only made for executing basically,
2: he's being very misogynistic <laughs> on
1: top of, yeah on top of that he's misogynistic throughout the entire episode and he's like but he had some valid points in this particular scene he's like your blade skills are exceptional but they're only meant for executing on top of that you don't have the heart to execute Gabimaru, do you?" And he's like, yeah. "So you should take the first boat in the morning. And get the fuck out." Meanwhile, we cut to a scene with another couple prisoners whose names I'm forgetting.
2: Uh, f- in the flashback, right? Or
1: no, it's not a flashback. It's like a, it's a cut scene from like a different time. They basically uh... left the island. A prisoner and one of the Sinome may left oh, the uh, island.
2: Aza and Nurugi? Nir-
1: yeah, Nurugi, Nurugi, Nir- and Aza. Yeah. yeah. So Aza is rowing the boat ferociously against the current. And Nurugi Nir- is like, dude, you're a fucking idiot. Read the fucking current, dude. Like, you're not going to go anywhere. You're only killing yourself. So stop. And he's like, all
2: plus, right. Plus, plus people died, like, trying to use the boat. Yeah. Like.
1: yeah, basically. And so they finally see something. And they see a ship. They're like, look at this ship. And the ship is all busted to shit. And they're basically in a ship graveyard. And a yep. bunch of monsters appear. They're forced to fight the monsters. And meanwhile, this whole time, we basically get a, fa- a flashback from Nurugi's standpoint. And she basically was a like a villager that was considered a, a part of like insurrectionists, according to the uh, to the shogunate. And basically, he, she came across like these samurai warriors and was like, "Oh, you know, do you want to just stay in my village since you're tired or whatever?" And they're like, "That's fine." So they go, but unfortunately, the village that she took them to is the village they were looking for to kill them to kill the insurrectionists. So they kill all of them, abduct her, torture her to try and get information, but Aza sees like oh there's no reason why a young boy should die for something that he has nothing to do with if there's a reason for you to live live so that's why she's on this trip or he's on this trip i said she for a reason he's on this trip and so basically they have to try and cut through all these monsters and stuff and try and find a boat there is a boat out a little bit far away and narugi basically just collapses and she feels the weight of the fact that she brought those um those samurai over to kill her family and she's the last one he's the last one left and he begins to cry and I was like I'm too stupid to understand anything you're saying like do you want to live or do you want to fucking die yeah and basically hands her a sword they cut their way through they get on the boat they make it back to the island so they were trying to escape the island but they had to go back to the island and they quickly deduce like hey even if you find the elixir good luck getting off the fucking island because yeah, basically all, everything, all the currents lead back to the island. You have to deal with the monsters, etc. And they're covered in blood from all of the uh, things that they cut and killed. They're like, hey, let's wash our blood off. Let's go see what's next. So they, you know, they get naked, basically. And Aza washes himself. He's good. And then looks at Narugi get naked. And we see Narugi isn't a boy. Oh, Narugi's a girl. Narugi's got a vagina. And he's all flustered. Like, dude, you're a girl. Like, just, you know, turn away. Like, I'll turn away. And she's like, hey, I like your chivalry. Let's get married when we find this elixir. And he's like, no, that's not the point. Turn away. And he's like, oh, like samurai worry about the stupidest things. Like, she, clearly she's used like she's not in any sexual way. But she's like, you know, I'm just naked. What the fuck? It's, I'm natural. Not a big deal. Right. But then the episode like starts off with them like going. Meanwhile, um, while this is happening, we see a scene with Sigiri and Gabimaru. And they're, everybody's sleeping at night. Gabimaru's taking watch. Um, I guess he doesn't need to sleep and Sigiri comes over and he's like she. he asked Sigiri like are you just going to be like on my dick the entire time they're like no like you know the sign nailman needs to be taking watch it's my turn to watch yeah. and basically they have a heart to heart about things and he's like yeah like I'm going to go live uh, shut up puppy
2: yeah and there's I'm like then like, Gabi Maro like talks to her like what like be strong no you're stronger than me what are you talking about
1: yeah like you're stronger than me like you have like you know heart and stuff like that and basically she he opens her eyes to like a bunch of stuff. And so the next morning, um
2: she goes to she goes to Genji.
1: Genji and was like, He's like oh, I'm not leaving. Yeah, I'm not live, I'm not leaving. You know, like I want to choose the way I live, like I'm tired of being spoken to, like I'm just a fucking childbearing fucking machine. And Genji's like, You're a woman, you're supposed to fucking do it. Again, this is where it gets really misogynistic. And he just goes in like, you know, it's your job to fucking like it just goes in. And fucking blows her children draws her draws his sword, fucking tries to slash sigiri Sigiri moves the fuck out the way and at the same time grabs the sword and was like what that's my that's my soul why would you take my sword? Your sword is your soul and she's like and there was a part in the previous conversation where they're like, you know it's fair where you know people discard and and retrieve weapons as needed on the battlefield, so she pulls that line back on his ass and was like. Hey, you said that we can take and grab weapons as we need to on the battlefield. I just grab the weapon. That's all. And then from there, we see um, a, the giant fucking um, yeah, prisoner killed
2: one. Who killed one executioner? Who killed the
1: executioner? that she was closest to. Really? Yeah. In the, in and uh, the uh, and now kills another. And he bitch slaps Genji so hard, he she rips his fucking spleen off his body, and he's basically cut like halfway with just a bitch slap. End that episode. was great. I was like, that was a great oh, way to end it. it's going down.
2: Uh, all right. You ready for the co-main? Yes, sir. Oshinoko.
1: It's a great episode.
2: Uh, we picked up where we left off. Basically, Aquamarine is like judging the scenery, the leaky roof and all this. Basically, he knows the crew ain't trying, so he's going to make it work. He's good. He's put in the effort. He wants to captivate. Yes. So they do, they do the filming for real. Uh, Kana's there with... The the male actor, see Aquamarine using the s- surroundings of the warehouse into yeah. this, yeah, like stepping, stepping on
1: the puddle and all this, yeah, the echoes. And so one, of the director like realizes this. They're like, you like what you the hear- hell's he doing?" Yeah, the one director. Well, there's a co-director. He's like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And they're like, "You yeah. can hear the puddles. Do you want us to cut it?" And the other director is like, "No, it adds- actually this it, works. It adds an ambiance to it. Keep it rolling." Yeah, and then, then that Aqu- the lines.
2: Aquas acting. Yeah, he's, he's improvising the lines, he goes to the guy, he gets him motivated, so basically, like, so this is what you look like, you look ugly up close, like, you, you're Photoshop, yes.
1: Yeah, and he's like, what? Pisses him off. Yeah, and, and he's the guy actually who, into like, it. Yeah, the, co, the co-director is like, oh, he's fucking improvising, this isn't what the fuck we wrote for him, but the other director is like, no, like, focus all your, focus all the cameras on him, turn the light up, he's killing it right now.
2: Yeah, and Aqua... Actually, gets through to Kana,
1: yeah, and basically, we see Kana kind of go through. Like the story of like her childhood, how like basically she like was like the star, and then she read online about how she was washed up, and then everybody treated her as yeah, up, for, at, always... at six
2: years old, you're washed up.
1: Yeah. So, but they like, you know, she kept this dream, she kept this dream, she kept this dream. Now she's got her first starring role. She's not gonna let this go, despite the fact that all the actors suck and she's the only yeah, one. Basically, yeah,
2: basically, yeah, Aqua's trying to get kind of the act for real. Like, don't just have acid, like
1: yeah yeah and fucking uh aqua fucking killing his part there's a part where he's supposed to get punched in the face the actor is supposed to like tap him or miss him like but he takes he just takes into the punch he gets punched directly in the face like everything is just fucking killing it and then the star scene in the in the manga this star scene is where You know, the woman realizes that, you know, she's in love with the actor and there's a crying scene and the crying scene is what always gets the reader. It definitely got Kana when she read it the first time. And so you see this crying scene. They do the crying scene. Perfect everything is perfect this scene came out flawless
2: even aqua was smiling like even, was... yeah even
1: aqua was like i did my job and the the actor who was kind of a dick to him at first came up to him like dude i'm sorry i didn't mean to punch you in the face no
2: no i wanted to he's like i wanted, wanted to you to
1: do. punch me in the face bro like you did good he's like that was a good scene bro you you have you have potential you have potential
2: so basically all's going on uh aqua talked about oh sorry, no sorry skip ahead of it sorry no sorry. you're
1: skipping ahead of it so you have to go I back there's a it. the wrap yeah, yeah so basically the episode re- the episode releases and the manga the mon- the mangaka Yuriko wrote, yeah the who wrote the show is watching it and her assistants are like oh like we dropped the show like it's a bastard fucking it's a bastardization of our fucking of our, yeah, of our so she talks, hard and
2: she's talking about the realization of yeah, people want their stuff adapted, so they will do whatever they can to get to it. Yeah, it, and it, then it she even talks breaks about, their hearts.
1: Yeah, she talks about the sadness of other mangaka's where they got so excited that their show got adapted, and they see their show get bastardized, and they just slowly sink and, and they, they get just, depressed. And,
2: they, and so they just accept, like they were just happy yeah. to have it, no matter. How good watching or bad. this
1: final scene, that you know all this buildup where it was shit, you get this final scene that is absolutely flawless. Come Becky, this. And she talks
2: about, she's like, I'm glad this got picked
1: up. (laughs) With tears in her eyes as she sees Kana cry. She says that. Yeah. That was really nice. And so flash forward, you basically get um, a bunch of people online. They're like, all the people that dropped it, dropped it. But for the people that watched it, it gained a following. And it became a hit, in a way, a little hit. Yeah, like just that episode. Thanks to Aqua and Kana. Right? They're like, it was flawless. It was amazing. Like, this is so awesome. So we flash forward. To the after party, the, yeah. the, the congratulatory party. And we see um, the mangaka there. She thanks Aqua and Kana, like, you know, thank you. Was, Kana, um, yeah. That Kana's Kana. happy because. Yeah, you like, you the carry this show. You carry this show. And, yeah. Oh, prior to that, Kana asked Aqua, like, so what's up with you? You got a girlfriend? And he's like, nope, you're not going to find any scandalous shit with me. Yeah, he, with he does better shit. than that. And them. Kana's like, oh.
2: Yep. So, yeah, the cat no, kind of likes Aqua.
1: Yeah. Kind but, of, um, the Aqua dick. Yep.
2: Yep. But, uh, Kabaragi. Oshino Chingo.
1: That's what she but, wants.
2: But, yeah. Anyway, Kabaragi, so. the the producer, like the, her uh-huh. agent, he goes to Aqua.
1: We find out, by the way, from Aqua Submind that, like, they're not related at all.
2: Yep. But, but we're going to get to that. Basically, Kabaragi's like, hey, I need you for something. Basically, like, he likes, he likes Aqua. He likes No, but,
1: and... no, you're skipping. Cause at first, he's like, you know, He's like, your face is beautiful. I
2: was getting into that.
1: <laughs> oh no, I felt like you skipped the head. No, he, no, 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 no. You said he You're needs not. you for something and he didn't say that until afterwards. No,
2: but say but saying like he but you talk about his praises, like, shame you work for this, like I could use you.
1: Yeah. And he's But like,
2: you remind me a lot of Ayahoshino. Yeah. The Aqua. He was shocked to hear that at first, but
1: he's like, Oh, how did you work with her? And starts, you know, he goes over a brief history, nothing salacious. Yeah, with, and then you know,
2: and he's like so you you know she's been dead after all this time. You still want to know about her
1: because he says like oh like I helped cover for the boy that she was seeing.
2: Yeah. So and he's
1: like oh who's that boy? And she's so like, like I'll you tell know? you, but are you interested in doing a, a reality dating uh, show? Yep.
2: Yeah. So basically, you help me, I help you.
1: So cut. Well, basically, you don't know.
2: We'll get to that a bit, but now we go to the next morning. We get a little more focused on Ruby this time around,
1: fi- finally. First day of school. It actually I loved what they did because what they did was they at the be at the end of episode of the prologue on episode one of the movie, the hour long, hour and a half long movie. Yeah. We see them go to the first day of school. Yeah. And she's fixing her skirt. And Aqua's like, Isn't that shirt, that skirt, too short? And Ruby's like, You've always been an old man, haven't you been? Yeah, you know, he has. He is, yes. (laughs) He's an old man. And so then they turn over to the picture of I. They're like, All right, mama, we're off to our our day. Have a good day. And you see the picture of them. So we get a flash forward of that, which is really nice. Really nice tie into that. So it is their first day of school. We don't see anything with Aqua. Boring, whatever the fuck.
2: But yeah, Kana talks to Ruby and Aqua. Mm -hmm. like welcome to your first day no you're skipping
1: again you're skipping what (laughs) you skipped no because ruby goes to school she opens the door to her classroom and it's all these stars that's all these fans. no it is not it is not it is not dude i'm telling you because in the in the um in the uh, i'll tell
2: you because kana talked to them to talk about the first day of your life then ruby goes to her class
1: Oh, because of the fact that she had asked—that's right, she had asked yes. to walk her part way yeah. to the classroom. Sorry, man. you're right. <laughs> you're right oh,
2: yeah, now. yeah. Kind of inter- talks to Ruby and Aqua to tell him about the school and like all these, like all these various classes. Like, this is where your real adventure, this is where showbiz begins for you. Yeah. That then basically, but kind of also gives me advice of treat it like a normal class. That's all it really is. Yeah. So then we get to. Ruby goes to her classroom. Yeah, all these gorgeous girls there. She and boys. And boys. A lot boys of boys and girls. girls. Boys hot and girls. Hot. She sits yep. at her. She sits at the typical corner, back corner. Corner back.
1: Yep. Corner back corner. Uh, she
2: but the student, uh, Minami, yeah, sits next to her. Pink hair, girl. hair,
1: huge tits. Con- so yeah. and that's all she stares at. Tits, t- tits.
2: Just <laughs> the stare, stare.
1: <laughs> yep. And they're yep. like, I'm sorry for staring.
2: But and then they introduce themselves. Me and I was like, Oh, I'm a pinup model. She immediately Googles her. Yeah. You're like, Oh, you're G-cup. a pinup model.
1: You have G cup titties. Wow. They're so nice. He's like, I'm, he's like I'm right. He's like, I'm right in front of you. <laughs> he's like, Wow. Aren't you the bold one Googling me right in front of me?
2: Yeah. Uh, cla- <laughs> class is about to begin, but someone comes in, a frill with this
1: popular actor. And I was like, Oh, God, no.
2: Yeah. She has like this cat caters- or what eight, I meant by guys. that, right?
1: What? When i said i heard the name frill and i said oh god no from fucking um ah the suicide the 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 one show that we watched that was really depressing oh oh
2: oh oh, wonder egg oh
1: wonder egg yes
2: oh yes i heard
1: frill and i was like oh no i know this is
2: what happened to her after
1: (laughs) oh no uh
2: but yeah uh, she apologized for being late but ruby's like fangirling inside yeah like oh i know why i love her yeah and then fast forward to, to the court, yeah, to like lunch. recess type of thing.
1: Launch, she's talking
2: yeah. to Aqua. Hey, they, oh. did you
1: meet any friends? No, I didn't talk to nobody. There's right? like, oh, oh, a loser
2: that she grasped me and be like, You, you be friends with my brother. <laughs> she's
1: like, don't share your friends with me. What the, yeah, fuck? and then uh,
2: we see Frill walk in and Ruby's getting nervous,
1: yeah. She's like, Oh my god, it's Frill, it's Frill, it's Frill. And They're Aqua's like, What's the problem? She's just a fucking girl, you're like, Hey, my sister's a really big fan of you. And Frill looks at Aqua, like, Oh, you're part of uh, sweet home. And you're like, oh, you watched it? They're like, yeah, I was on the set while I was working. It's
2: like you were um, good.
1: You were good. You were good. And you're like, oh, and you're Minami. You're the pinup girl. You're really pretty. And and uh, are... Ruby, what do you do? You're like, what do you do? And,
2: and she <laughs> couldn't say anything. And then she goes to the, she goes to uh, what's her name, uh, Miyako.
1: Like, make me a model right
2: now. Yeah, yeah like you're gonna make fun right of now. me
1: that I don't have anything. I'm not a star. I'm a loser. And she's like, it's not that easy. I'm having difficulties finding pretty girls that are, aren't freelancers or available. And then, and then yeah, Ak yeah Ak she mentions in the that. Meeting,
2: but before that, though, she mentions that meeting. He's like, no, she already has ages. So,
1: yeah, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's yeah, problem. So,
2: Aqua's like, I know of a free agent and she has a cute
1: face. And you see Kana with a derpy face in end yeah. the episode. No, this is story. really good. So, let me ask you this before we move on. Because yeah. somebody had said that it was based, like, the story was. Uh, inspired by Hanakamura, I didn't get that feeling. I
2: think that. it's I. I think in the future arc, I gotta watch that video. I, I think it's coming up soon. Really, I got I gotta look at that video. It was a uh, loose for the group chat.
1: I'm nervous if I, there's a Hanakamura story. I, I,
2: I'll I'll watch that video and see. If, I'm really if nervous. It happened. Yeah. I'm really
1: nervous about seeing that. I'm dude.
2: not I'm not comfortable watching. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm nervous. especially
2: when her anniversary of her death is coming up in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, it was the end of May, too, right? 22nd. Well, good thing ours is the 26th. <laughs> Thank you yeah. for not killing yourself on our anniversary, Hannah. We yeah. appreciate it. Stop, stop. No, <laughs> uh, rest oh, in peace, no. Hanakamura. Yeah, I oh, bought the shirt. You bought the shirt? No, I don't think I did. You should buy the Jungle Kiana shirt. It's a pretty shirt. I bought it in the mint, Chuckle Mint. I bought it in Chuckle Mint. <laughs> uh, it's I'll a really pretty it. shirt, dude. Honestly, it's a really pretty shirt. I you will do that. On it. Yeah. Did you you already spent my PWH card, right? Or yeah, my PWH, I did. Uh, my fucking, uh, is it still on there? PWCs.
2: Yeah, it should be. Okay, cool. Alrighty. Main events. So, we didn't expect it to, but it is.
1: Konosuba yeah. Explosion!
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh basically uh before we picked up where we left off, we get um little flashback. Uh what was that? Gargoyle or something like that that was cursed? Dark God. What
1: it's one of the, the demons.
2: Yeah, one of the demons. Uh who's like in this uh, one area but uh Comeko of all people yeah. is the one that befriends this yeah. demon. <laughs> like helping out with the seal, like, oh that's like a it's like a cute type of thing. Like, yeah. how'd you do that? <laughs> As like you need a head of a chicken to like help it be free.
1: <laughs> No, you skipped the part. So when he first meets her, you're like, oh, like, what's up, like, goat or something? Like, I'm not a goat. I'm a god. The god. Da, da, da. Like, oh, that's really cool. And Comeko goes over and sees that he's trying to put together, like, the little sphere. And she's like, oh, let me help. That's it. It's
2: like a rubik's cube, yeah. There you go.
1: And then the god's like, oh, like, she's stupid. She does not realize, like, I need this to unlock. To, like, be free. <laughs> Yeah, it's a free, my gosh.
2: But no, but no, she, no she's just being friendly. She's a no, so she befriends
1: it. She steals the supposed sacrifice from the fucking creepy fucking guy but while he's wasn't. eating lunch. <laughs> and it looked like a good lunch. Like yeah. egg, what, egg ramen. Oh, that looked really good. And they're like, I need a fucking chicken and a hen. I don't need a fucking egg ramen. So she eats the egg ramen for herself. Yeah, but it's like, it.
2: oh, that, he flies away.
1: And that's where we meet Chamuske, where she drug him home. Yep. And that's where that episode, the beginning of the season, and starts. wants
2: to and wants to eat and wants to eat Chum, chumuske.
1: Again, it's not named chumuske yet. We'll yeah, it's not Inky.
2: It's Inky. Kurochan, right Kurochan. But uh, what did you call it? Yunyun and Megumin. Uh, they see that the house is destroyed. Like, where's my sister?
1: Yep. And, and they right see uh, they see Inky get uh, captured, and yep. I laugh. And then Megumin's <laughs> like,
2: like, I will not forget your sacrifice. You're dead. It's
1: <laughs> right there. Save it.
2: And like, nope, there's nothing we can do. Takes
1: fucking Union's knife, tosses the knife, and misses wide right by like 20 feet. And yep. goes and over like the oh, cliff. I tried. And they're like, Oh, who would have known it had a wind barrier? You suck at throwing the fucking knife.
2: She nope. just didn't she <laughs> just didn't want to go. She just didn't want to go save it.
1: Oh man. And so uh, they fly but, away, no, with grass it. Flies and away. They're like, oh well, it was a good sacrifice. Rest in peace, Key. They're like, at like at least no. I get it. They're like, no, my and she was rightly so. She's like, priority is is, is uh is Koneko. let's find her. So they managed to find Koneko and Inky in front of like a thing. And so uh what's it called? Uh Union. Y- no, not Union. Um Megamine
2: yeah.
1: was like, fuck, I gotta save my sister. Um, but she's Fine, struggling. She has no spells. <laughs> she no, yeah, she has no spells. She's like, she can redeem for intermediary magic. And but we'll she's get like, to that later. That's later, yeah, but yeah, she she's like, I can redeem for intermediary magic, but then I'll lose the ability to get explosion well, magic. Fuck, I don't know. Like I guess I have to. I guess I could start over and she's hesitating. Union without hesitation gets intermediary magic and she's yep, like Yeah,
2: she's like in battle mode. She's getting ready.
1: Yep, and she's like you were hesitating. She does it. He goes attacks, saves uh Koneko and Inky. Um they run away. And specifically Konako and Megumin tells them, run away. So they run away. But yep. Megumin feels bad for everything that just happened. Like I hear you.
2: It's so like yeah, like I, 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 I left her alone.
1: I left her alone. Fuck, let's go back. So they go back. They see Union continuing the battle. Of the Beast. Well, first,
2: well, first she talks to She's like, like I want to be like she wants to be that strong sister. And mm-hmm. Komeko's like I could do it. I'll do it.
1: <laughs> that was cute. She's like, yeah. oh, she's like, would you be mad at me if I wasn't the strongest sister? And she's yeah. like, I'll be the strongest sister if you're not.
2: I love that. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that was really fucking cute.
2: But now they go like, all right, now we have a we have we need a plan. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Union is like exhausted at this point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's exhausted. She manages to blast away the last of the demons and then collapses from exhaustion. Union or Megamine's there. Megamine basically says like, all right, well, we'll be even when I take you back home. They're like, that's not fucking even. I just used my magic, saved your fucking sister and your fucking cat. And you want to repay me by taking me home? What the fuck, bitch? Yes. Like, and that was funny as fuck. But then all of a sudden they look over the horizon and komiko's "Like, look at all the chickens." And yeah. there's more fucking demons being driven yeah. away by the adults. I laughed. By the way, there was one adult that was—he was like standing in like power position with a fucking like like little pointy hat, and the magic's coming out of his pointy hat. He's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah Yeah, I. is it it, it that is it that elvis looking guy or is it someone else it was a fat guy it might have been an elvis looking yeah i I think yeah because one of them looks like looks like fucking elvis so i was laughing i was like this fucking guy in the power position yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's like fucking hair whip (laughs) It's like bianca belair with a fucking hat but it was funny but regardless all the demons are coming in and she's like, "Fuck! All right, well." But yeah, this and then
2: this is where Mega means I talk about. Like, I guess I should like. I, yeah, like, like, I can I'm get, like, this gonna go do, do the intermediate
1: magic. And she looks at her card, and she sees explosion magic. And then she has a flashback. She has, yeah, she and has. the she skill second duck, and she gets the skill points from the duck. Yeah, got enough skill points for explosion magic. And in what I thought was a fantastic, absolutely beautifully animated scene. Also, guys. This is-
2: also, guys, this is why we are closed with it because of the scene.
1: <laughs> yes, in an amazing scene, she swipes and she's like, "Stand back." She starts looking. She looks like she's gonna go Super Saiyan with like this with the fucking lightning and thunder like around Yeah, yeah, and, he and then does then her like,
2: little like, chant, like I'm Mega Man. Yeah.
1: She's like, I thought of the. I've been practicing this chant every day since I first heard it, and she does like this long, super fucking, insanely long incantation. But she's like, I am Megamine. Behold my power.
0: Explosion! Yep.
1: Bigger explosion than fucking 9-11. <laughs> Boom! <laughs>
2: then she's like, oh, this is real power. This is what I wanted. It's so fucking beautiful. And then she falls.
1: Collapse.
2: <laughs> somebody catch me. <laughs>
1: yep nobody catches her and unions also collapse from exhaustion yeah
2: and uh sh- props to the younger sister protecting the bodies when they're both collapsed Union, yeah basically
1: and so we find out basically that that explosion although killed a bunch of people now fully unlocked the seal because of it they don't know what's going to happen next and the adults also don't know that Megamine's the one who did the explosion magic yep doesn't know that so um we fast forward and um Megumi, union's and like what Union, the fuck are you gonna that. do what are you gonna do you just broke the seal Da, 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 da. they're like oh well, we got to go to the school anyway so they graduate because they yeah, both, know both, magic both now.
2: yeah both of them just them.
1: and then union's like oh congratulations on graduating congratulations to myself for graduating and you uh means like what do you mean they just gave us a paper and told us not to come back
0: yeah <laughs> that's true that is true
1: <laughs> that made me laugh too so and then
2: megamine's talking about Go on yeah, an adventure, Union's but like, she needs money.
1: Yeah, Union's like, "What's next?" She's like, well, I'm gonna go on an adventure and tell everybody I'm the best ever." But I need money to leave, so, yeah, so that'll so be. I need
2: it. to get. I need to. I need to find some work before I can. Yeah, and they're like, and they're like what, are we,
1: "What are you going to do with with your cat?" And they're like, "Well, yeah, Inky." It's I like, don't well. wanna, It would be. A, it would be a, like really fucked up to leave it, but but I don't, I don't
2: want my sister. I eat don't it. want my
1: sister eat it. And so Union's like, "Why well, don't you actually do a formal pact and make it your familiar?" And then you're like, "Well, I could do that." But if I'm going to do that, it needs a name. Looks at it. like But I thought Inky's the name. Yeah, Inky's a cute name. Like, no, what the fuck? Inky's so crude and fucking lame. What are you talking about? that's crude and lame. And then she's like, oh. And she looks at it. And she's like, I got it. And Nunez like, you know it's a girl, right? It's a girl cat. (laughs) And she's like, from now on, your name is? (laughs) Chamuske. Chamuske. End episode.
2: Yep. Very good episode.
1: Very, very, very solid episode. (laughs) I'm glad I picked up. This is probably my favorite episode of the season so far. 100%. This was fabulous. Especially that scene. That scene might be actually the best, lead, the best animated scene at this period so far this season.
2: Right. No, it's great stuff. Um, I'm now now, now... now, do we not see the rest of the girls again? Or is it going to have a minor part again?
1: I think minor part. Oh, we so- skipped the part, by the way. We skipped the part in that scene. Is that after everything's all said and done, they go over to the fortune teller scene. Uh, and the fortune teller's house and the fortune teller is like let me tell your fortune to Megamine and Megamine oh, yeah. you're going go on an adventure you're going to go to the, uh, the rookie there's a p- p- place Axel. called Axis Axel, that's Axel and you're okay. going to meet up with a group of adventurers and they're very capable pause, capable pause and keep in mind that she has the crystal ball but it's, it's like it's, censored it's, it's, it's censored right so you don't see and obviously we're referring to Aqua, Kazuma and Darkness and she's like Oh, never mind. She's like, no, what happened? Are they capable? Nope, Nope, they're not. (laughs) Spoiler alert, no. They're not capable at all. Steal! Oh, God, Matt, did you really just crap out on me? Dude, Matt just crapped out on me. Are you fucking joking? Oh, my God, Matt, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You crapped out on me. You son of a bitch. Son of, of a bitch. You crap... Out on me again, you fucking rap bastard. I cannot believe you. All right. Well, you know what, guys? We talked our cake. I'm hey for once I get to do the closing since Matt crapped out on me. You son of a bitch. Matt says, I know I'm closing. Fuck you, lol. All right, guys. I get to do the closing as Matt leaves. Thank you so much, Chris. I think my friend Karen is uh the scuff is real <laughs> Chris, oh man. Well. Oh, my God. Um, Shout out to Chris. Thank you so much for keeping alive with us, Chris, this whole time. We would have been done an hour ago. So back up real quick. So um, for those of us that watched in real time, a.k.a. Chris Zephyr, um thank you so much for sticking around this time for those of us that are going to be listening to this on the show um you're gonna see kind of like a little bit of a cut around 33 minutes matt's connection has been really dodgy tonight he was gone for about 40 minutes and returned so by definition this would have actually been a short podcast if you cut out 42 minutes from this podcast we would have in a shade over two hours which is something we haven't done in a long time considering all the anime we've cut so i'm really appreciative of that it also would have been 11:20 eastern time um, as him and I record, so that would have been clutch to have those 40 minutes back. But fuck you, Matt. Fuck you, Starlink, you motherfuckers, and your shitty fucking internet. With that said, guys, we talked our cake, we ate it too. It's time for us to get the fuck out. But before I do, let me give everybody our plugs. Um, you can follow uh, Matt. Uh, at, uh, I don't even know what the fuck his handle is. What the fuck is this? Oh, Damien Phoenix 12. That's right. Matt's handle is Damien Phoenix 12. You can follow me on Twitter at S H O S T O P P two four. That's showstop at 24. You can follow me on my Instagram at a I underscore anime 24. You can follow my podcast, Instagram at podcast underscore senpai or dot senpai. I should change, change the underscore podcast. dot Senpai. That's my, uh, anime or, sorry, my, uh, podcast, Instagram, um, you can follow us on Talk the Cakey, T A L K T H E K E K I. Talk the Cakey. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. Uh, we are both uh, active on those. Shout us out on there. Shout out to our Facebook group Eat the Cake Anime, from which this show was inspired. If any of you are listening to this and you want to join a fantastic group. Um, go ahead and join that group on Facebook, Eat the Cake Anime. Uh, Matt and I are both admins. We'll be happy to accept you. Um, let us know you heard us on the podcast. We'll be happy to talk to you, shout you out, because um, it would be a really big deal if you joined us. Um, again, all of our socials have link trees. You can follow us um, and all of our other personal endeavors and show endeavors. Um, shout out to my boy, uh, Andy, with the MMA for Marks podcast. We're going to be recording on Tuesday as this airs. Um, with a big review regarding 1FC and UFC 288 that are both coming up this weekend. 1FC is actually still going on as I am recording this now, so I cannot wait to watch that. Uh, shout out to Sean and W2M Network. Thank you so much for hosting us and dealing with our shit on a weekly basis. Shout out to Chair Shot Radio for hosting us as well. Much appreciated from that standpoint. Um, and again, guys, you could follow us wherever you get your local podcasts: Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon. Uh, wherever you get us, um, you can watch the live streams on YouTube and Twitch by searching W2M Network uh, for the podcast. Just t- Google talk the kiki and you'll find all of our stuff there. And with that said, guys, um, I think we are done from that standpoint. Thank you so much for another fantastic episode with you guys. And as Matt would say, sayonara, i fuck you and sayonara again.